0: Good evening and welcome to the Sydney Sports and Aquatic Centre for tonight's top-of-the-table clash between the Sydney Uni Flames and the Adelaide Lightning. Adelaide buoyed by guaranteeing themselves a final spot last night in the Defence Jobs WNBL taking the victory over the Townsville Fire. Well, tonight they come up against the fired-up Flames outfit who know that there is no love lost between these two teams and their final aspirations also depend on the last three games of the Defence Jobs WNBL Championship. Craig Revelle joining you here courtside with Bill Baxter, the, well, Marketing Communications Officer for the uh, WNBL. It is a great pleasure to join, uh, be joined by you tonight for this crucial match as we come towards the playoffs. Close enough, Craig, close enough. Thank you, it's a
1: pleasure to be here. It's an absolute honour to go out on Sport Radio and hello to all those listeners out there hearing me. And even Craig for the first time, should be a cracking game tonight mate.
0: It should be a cracking game tonight. We see so many championship winners out on the floor in, uh, well, in both teams we have uh, championships of all sorts. Whether you talk juniors, whether you talk uh, having played overseas. Um, of course when you talk about Trish Fallon, you talk about a player who's done just about everything in the game. So, uh, such a a mix of youth and experience on both sides, it's going to be, uh, well, I I think it's actually too close to call because I would say last week Sydney was lacklustre and Adelaide, obviously, last night, anyone to win in Townsville shows that they're on their game.
1: They came back later. It was Aaron Phillips and their captain, Sam Woosnam, who did it. But you're right, Trish Fallon could be the difference tonight. She's a three-time Olympian. Uh, I think that Sydney's going to be pretty hard-pressed to go up against the Bigs in Adelaide with Tracy Garn and Christian Rasmussen. I think the guards will probably take care of themselves. And so it's those side things, Trish Fallon and maybe Michelle Musselwhite, who can make the difference. Trish once dropped 34 points just uh, about 12 months ago on Adelaide. And, They'll have to be ready for it tonight.
0: They will do indeed. And of course, uh, it was two years ago from memory when these two teams faced each other in the elimination final and it went to overtime. Trish Fallon at the free throw line, deciding the game late in that overtime period. There is no love lost between these two sides. And uh, Karen Dalton is certainly keen to make sure her girls secure their place in the finals now for sydney uni fans it does set up an interesting uh, uh, quandary because this stadium seats at best about 550 to 700 people if it's absolutely chock-a-block full i guess the question then is if they do have to host a home final and a home grand final is this venue suitable and i believe uh, there could be some thoughts that the uh, sydney uni flames might have to find a finals venue
1: There has been a little bit of talk around the traps, Peter Watkins, the WNBL competition manager and Lorraine Landon, the WNBL general manager have been in talks with the Flames and they've talked about doing it in Wollongong in a couple of places but at the moment Adelaide I think is definitely short of playing at home And, and Sydney can only hope that they get in that Dilemma, tonight's going to be a big, big deciding factor in that.
0: It is indeed, both teams out on the floor warming up and let's... Talk for a moment about the defence jobs WNBL and and your role and how you've seen it uh, well flourish since the world championship where you came on board and brought a world championship to the uh, to the defence jobs opals. Uh, how how has that high been tempered by what we've seen so far this season? Let's just qualify that remark. <laughs> I think that there might
1: have been uh, a dozen players and, and the coaching staff, Jan Sterling, uh, that had a little bit more to do with bringing the gold home to Australia than me, but. Uh, you know, the WNBL has, has been really successful with, a couple, with the return of a few of those uh, world champions. A few of, uh, one of them on show here tonight, Aaron Phillips. Uh, also down in Danderong, Emily McInerney. Uh, in bullying, Holly Grimer is, is looking good for MVP of the year or very close to it. Uh, and also down in Canberra, Tully Aqua has, has been uh, putting up a, a really good performance down there and, and playing some great defence and also doing a little bit of work for the Canberra Times. Uh, holding court with Kelly Bevelacker, I believe, is her little column, so it's great
0: to have them here. And having the Canberra Times been uh, right in the thick of things, right throughout this year, if I can uh, plug another media outlet here on sportradio.com.au, but uh, I have to say for the the, uh, paper that's had the most journalists uh, harassed by opposition coaches, they've been at the forefront of the year, the important thing is... The stories are in the paper. It doesn't matter whether they're good or bad for your team. At a, at a WNBL level, that's what you want. Column inches. Yeah, they
1: look good too. It's a nice broadsheet. Uh, you know, Peter Fitzgerald was a fantastic writer down there. Did a lot of work for them uh, last year. But Julia White has really stepped up this year. And, and she's done a lot of work as well for the Canberra Times. It, it certainly looks good. And, and not just in the media, but the whole franchise down there in Canberra, they really know how to do it. Uh, Carrie Graff uh, and what they try to do. So it's a great relationship they have. Uh, between the team and the media, and, and if all teams had that good relationship, then perhaps they'd get a little bit uh, more column inches, as you say.
0: And that's the, I guess that's part of the battle, of course, in uh, in sports. The Capitals in the summer is the uh, premier sport in that region. Unlike when you talk Sydney, Melbourne, who have on top of all the other sports available, cricket, uh, they do have men's teams that are also competing for that same space. Yeah, well,
1: women, you know, to be serious, women's are always going to take uh, a back step to those sports, and, but it's uh, how they go uh, in the remaining, with the remaining sports that really makes the difference. And, and, you know, even here in Sydney, this Sydney Flames team has had great coverage uh, in the Daily Telegraph from Mike Hurst, and I know that Amanda Lullum is writing a story that'll be in tomorrow's paper as well, so it's great that the telly has got on board, and, and you know, the uh, Sun Herald also has written some very good features, David Siegel, Wrote a great little feature with uh, Aaron Phillips and Michaela Donkins both on show here tonight. So Sydney Media is getting behind it and, and the Melbourne Media has got some good ones too. Grantley Bernard, uh, an amazing rider, is doing a lot of work down there.
0: And, and of course, uh, with, the, with the sports stations down there that are a 24-hour sports, of course 927 is, is predominantly horse racing, but they're Midnight to Dawn with Grant Boyden. Uh, it has opportunities there where the basketball is getting more features and, and of course uh, right throughout the summer. Uh, basketball because of the nature of the sport playing so often does allow itself well to that type of format yeah there was a couple of stations down there that uh, did
1: a lot of favors for us during the world championship SEN being one of them uh, and you know uh, Ron Flatter at Sport 927 uh, who had a lot of stuff uh, who was willing to work late into the night because they didn't have a great schedule for the media or it's a good schedule if you're doing the night shift there's nothing going on you know they don't mind calling you very early. It's fantastic for them, and and they really got behind it and, and, and put a lot of stuff out there. When the girls just kept winning matches, it got more and more and more, and and it was great to have that support of the, of the media down there in Melbourne.
0: It has been a, a, a great year for Defence Jobs. Who I remember going to their announcement uh, just after, I think it was, just after the uh, Opals World Challenge in Canberra where the, the Defence Minister was able to roll out the program and I don't think he even had imagined uh, just how high a profile Defence Jobs would have got right off the bat with that World Championship. Yeah, uh,
1: I mean they had some, some front page coverage, uh, you know, when they won uh, there was Lauren Jackson right on the front page of the A uh, of the Age A-H newspaper on, on the eve of the Brownlow Medal with Defence Jobs right across the chest and they got a lot of coverage throughout the Media and, and a lot of pictures. The team really looks good out there, and defence jobs are being next to us. they couldn't have been happier. Uh,
0: well, we're getting ready for the game here tonight with one piece of news coming from the Sydney Uni Flames camp, and that is Brianna Hennessy, who turned her ankle against Bullying Melbourne Boomers last weekend here at the Sydney Uni Gym. It will see her out of tonight's game and perhaps a few more weeks. Remembering playoffs are on the horizon. Any injury now is just so critical against the uh, uh, against their finals hopes and their rotations in getting to the finals. Yeah, she
1: usually has a very cool head, Brianna as well. So, but Sydney's got a very deep bench and hopefully can handle it.
0: We'll pause now for the playing of the national Anthems as we hear from both the coaches. First up, Chris Lucas. Chris Lucas. Important game tonight. Ported after a great victory in Townsville. I guess you are going to be uh, right on them from the start.
2: Look, uh, any win's a good win at this stage of the year and we were very pleased the way we finished the game off. Uh, to split the ro- road weekend is uh, where we want to be, but if we get the both, it's it's a bonus.
0: It's tra- traveling down from Townsville to have to back up tonight. How the girls traveling with uh, injuries oh, and niggles?
2: Yeah, look, no question at all because it's uh, it's the toughest road trip in the in the country, and uh, you know the athletes uh, do get knocked around with it, but you just got to deal with it and move forward. You've got a good
0: record up against Sydney. We'll see how it continues tonight.
2: Thank you very much. Well,
0: important game tonight. Realising that Townsville weren't able to uh, knock them about as much as you'd hope, They're going to be buoyed up and confident to take on your girls tonight.
3: Well, I always think when you win the first game of a road trip, you've got nothing to lose in the second game. So, no, I'm sure that they'll they'll put everything on the floor. I'm sure it'll be a good good game.
0: After, uh, well, a dodgy weekend last weekend, it's safe to say. How's the girls performed during the week? Yeah,
3: well, I I was really disappointed with Friday, but I think they they came to play on Sunday and I was really happy with their efforts on Sunday, Um, even though execution probably wasn't where we want to be. But they've trained really hard and this week really well so I'm expecting them to come up with um, a good game tonight.
0: Bree Hennessy we had to sit out on Sunday is she right to go this week No'
3: I'm still carrying the ankle injury from last Friday says no she should be lucky to play for a couple of weeks.
0: So a bit of frustration there you don't have the rotations in like.
3: No no we don't but look um, at least we uh, you know out of the three ankles only losing one player was probably not such a bad thing so uh, hopefully we won't have as many ankle injuries tonight.
0: Well, Sydney versus Adelaide is
3: always an interesting one to watch. Yeah, no, it's always a good quality game and, um, you yeah, know, I'm sure tonight will be no different. All
0: right.
3: Thanks.
0: As you were listening to the coaches there, Karen Dalton, of course, telling us about her thoughts in tonight's game. The, uh, well, on the court, there was Georgia Woodyard and Alicia Poto being presented with 100 Defence Jobs WNBL Game Awards and for Karen Dalton going into her 150th WMBL Defence Jobs WMBL game as a coach. Some great milestones being uh, racked up there by all, all involved. And the biggest milestone of them all was, was, was probably Karen as a player
1: uh, before she became a coach. A very famous family and her sister as well Leanne involved here in the Flames program and it's an absolute pleasure to see her get 150 tonight. But for Alicia Poto for her 100th and also for Georgia Woodyard to get her 100th, it's uh, a real milestone evening for the club.
0: Yeah, I remember Georgia Woodard starting out at the AIS program what would have been about six years ago now uh, without checking the media guide, but uh, certainly has come a long way now with her third Defence Jobs WNBL club after spending some time between Sydney and the AIS up there in Townsville. And, uh, well, we talked about Townsville last night. They had a defeat which... If there was any chance of them making a, uh, a finals, it was uh, eliminated, snuffed out completely. Last night when the Lightning did a, a late charge on them, as we mentioned earlier. And, uh, well, it, it it just shows that uh, between 1st and 6th, there's not a big gap. Paul O'Brien is certainly trying to close that gap to 7th. And Dean Kinsman, with a new group of well, a, a big group of uh, new girls in that program, are making great gains forward as well. Yeah, they've, had, they've got some great players down there.
1: Frances has had a very good year. I think she uh, just off the top of my head got a, a 20 and 13 rebounds last night, or something like that. And, and Mariana Tolo has got some big tickets on her, and has been called the young Susie Batkovic. So. And Dean Kinsman is a, has got a lot of uh, respect down there and hopefully he'll, he'll deliver some players up uh, that will play in the senior ranks for a long time. But uh, right up the top on the other end of the scale here, Adelaide, uh, they must be feeling great after that 96-89 to 89 win. Uh, Sam Woosman having a massive game, that 30 points and 5 assists for the captain. And, you know, Aaron Phillips, I believe, uh, led the charge in the fourth quarter, finishing with 25 points, nine rebounds and five assists. So they'd be very happy with
0: that victory. You would be indeed, and... uh Looking at the lineups tonight, it's Lindsay, oh, Cannon didn't travel by what's that, Lindsay, Bowley, Duke, Woosem, King, Phillips, Rasmussen, Khan, and Lorenzini,
2: and Farley.
0: I've got the Lorenzini name, oh. I've got to do some work on that one. But, Aaron uh, Lorenzini, I believe. Lorenzini, indeed. And, uh, well, for the Sydney, Uni Flames, it's Hodo, Gordon, Apiaki, Fallon, Domkin, Smith, Herrick, Porter, Musselwhite, Woodyard, and Veal. The team's heading towards the centre now, it's Woosnam, Foley, Garn, Phillips and Rasmouton making their way onto the floor as starters for the Adelaide Lightning. It's going to be An interesting game. Lightning and fire here at Sydney Uni tonight. Also, we get ready. Sam Woosnam is out there, the captain. For the Sydney Uni Flames, Poto. Porter goes to the centre to face off with Rasmussen. Then it is Apiaki, Dompkins and Fallon. Fallon, not a starter last week. Also, Apiaki didn't start in the AIS game as well. Sydney win the jump ball, and Podo sets up in the front court, goes to the right wing. Eva Afiaki, open, look is good, and Afiaki fires up with a big three to
1: start the game. Fantastic way for Eva to start. Hopefully it's a big game. She's marking up against Kristen Rasmussen now.
0: Yes, Matt Rasmussen gets the ball on the left side. Goes to Garn, round the perimeter. Phillips goes for three. It's a shootout here in Sydney Uni. Fallon will come up with the rebound. Off to the races now. Brings it down the right wing. Pulls up outside the arc. Porter outside the arc. Takes on. Looks up, woos them, Then takes her on. Gets it. Banked in off the paint. And it is the Sydney Uni Flames out to a five-point advantage.
1: She'll have a, it's a vital match up there for Porter against Woosnam tonight and Porter will need to put some big numbers up.
0: Will do indeed. Phillips now hands the ball into the corner to Foley. Low post on the right side. Rasmussen kicks it out. Woosnam fakes the three, gets around Fallon, then has to pull up. Bounce pass goes inside to Garn and Garn will make the first score for the Adelaide Lightning. Dompkins now sets up on the left wing, goes cross to the right wing. Fallon has to pull it back down. Good crowd in here at the uh, Sydney Uni Hall as uh, the bounce pass from Poto goes to Porter. Yarn gets in the way as it bounce off Porter going towards Fallon and it will be a turnover at the other end. Alicia Poto gives away the first personal foul of the game. Looks like she could have got uh, a little bit hard done by there. She came off the all ball but Aaron Phillips had the momentum and they got the call. Interesting lineup for Sydney Uni. As the inbound pass from Woosnam goes to Phillips now, just at the defence job logo. Phillips just hesitates on the drive, then hooks it outside on the baseline to Woosnum, who comes in halfway down the lane, left side, doesn't fall, and Porter does the clean-up. Fallon now gets it at half-court on the wing, brings it down forward. Then goes back to Poto. Donkins on the left wing. Fallon makes a move down the baseline, but Dompkins goes to the corner. Afiaki. Rasmussen standing offer. So Apiaki lines up again, bounces off the iron, and Phillips will clean up on the rebound. Double teamed in the backcourt. Phillips has to go over the top. Gun, quick pass to Woosnam. They've got an advantage for the moment up until the players got back. Afiaki though, just worked Rasmussen off the shot.
1: A great little block there from Ava, giving away a couple of inches to Rasmussen, and now she's posting up down low. Doesn't get the ball. She does.
0: She does get it in the paint, but the shot doesn't drop. And I think Apiaki is going to have drawn the foul out on Rasmussen. Getting a personal foul. One apiece here. And just good work there. Apiaki got a body in the way and Rasmussen just pushed into it. The New Zealander. Bounce pass comes from Poto. In the Duncan. That's what we call the Jackson play. Great little backdoor cut there from Michaela. Woosnam now gets the ball, drives in, Apiaki stops the drive, outbound pass goes to Phillips, over the top back to Woosnam, on the left baseline, has to kick it out, this time to Foley, feet inside the arc, but she knocks it down anyway.
1: She's a big game player, Jess, she's played in national championship with Duke and, and just showing her poise right there to
0: knock down the three. Yes, the inbound pass, Porter brings it back with seven, uh, sorry, yeah, seven points to four as Poto goes left side to Dompkins. Dompkins looking around, has to go inside to Porter. Apiaki was on the paint as Porter was on the line, stripped away by Woosnam and Rasmuton. It'll be Sydney ball with seven seconds left on the shot clock, Poto from the baseline. Inbound ball, straight to Fallon, Fallon for three, hits and rattles off the iron. A very favourable call. Her uh, toe was clearly on the
1: line there, but he was giving her three if she could get it.
0: Phillips layup is short as she drove baseline. Apiaki's off to the races once again as she carries it down, pushes away Foley on the drive. That's an interesting one. Porter will pull up at point just next to the Sydney Uni Sports logo. Then goes to the corner, gives it to Poto. Poto looks around, turn around, jump shot in the paint from Apiaki hits the front of the. Hits the front of the iron and it's off to the races. Foley kicks across to Woosnam. Woosnam, Duncan's watching her on the right side. Inside to Rasmuton who tries to turn, takes baseline. Fallon takes the position. Back outside to Foley whose shot doesn't drop this time. Rattles away. Garn couldn't get the rebound. Immediately transferred forward. But Foley comes through. Taps the pass from Porter away to Fallon. Good work. Woosnam getting in the way of the pass. Porter on the ground. That's almost a travel. She's sliding on the ground. Then Bounces it off Woosnam's foot out of bounds, but the referee not falling for that. Sydney had a a two-on-one there. They should be taking a little bit better care of the ball. Great work by Foley just to get inside on that pass. Phillips now brings it back to half-court. 7-4 still with uh, 5 minutes and 52 seconds. Drive from Garn Outlet to Foley. Foley's looking for some help. Poto not giving her any room. Now it's Woosnam who comes to the top of the arc. Fakes a three, then takes on Dompkins. Dumps over the top, Apiaki gets a hand in on it, chases it down, she's up to the races, two on one again, kicks it over, bounce pass to Domkins, is intercepted by Garn. Great defence here early by Adelaide, but they're still down by three on the scoreboard. Pushing that extra pass, it's cost them two times now. Phillips sets up at point, gets, no, the screen moved away from Woosom, Phillips goes for it herself, tapped on the arm, and the foul will be called on Domkins.
1: Well, they don't want to get Aaron Phillips started with a couple of uh, you know rangefinders at the line. See Poto getting replaced here by Christian Veil, and and Domkin's getting replaced by Muscle White. Muscle White could make the difference.
0: (laughs) Not not a bad rotation, is it? When you bring in a former WNBA player and uh, Michelle Muscle White, a Opal squad member, Phillips gets the first one to drop after it rings. Second shots in the air, off the front of the iron. So Phillips, 50% from the line here early. Bell goes back to Phillips now, gets it to gun. Garn. Gun shot doesn't fall. Foley tries to, tries to keep the ball alive, but Porter muscles Rush Newton off the ball and it's over the side. A neat little play, pushed it into a knee. Just as they both going out of bounds, and Sydney retained the ball. Brought up by Veal. Veal, unbelievably, yeah. Her regime here. Great pass. Beal can just hit anyone. She's got an arm like a an NFL quarterback. She can just pick the player out with such precision. And on this occasion, Trish Fallon made the, uh, made the shot and will go to shoot the bonus. Showing the fundamentals, going to the left hand. And Up and all net. Makes the bonus. Ten points to four. It is... Uh, Ten points to five, my apologies, as the Sydney Uni Flames lead by five with 4.51 left to go in the quarter. Grasmuton outside to Phillips. Phillips takes on Moose. The crash test dummy, I call her, hits the deck. And uh, uh, sorry, Adelaide keep the ball. Woosnam pop jumper from about 15 feet on the baseline is good. And Woosnam gets her first score. Sydney responding quickly. Muscle White can't control the ball off her knee and goes out of bounds. Costly turnover there and we've seen that a number of times that Adelaide are just rushing back and just putting any sort of pressure on. A lot of teams give up when they see that situation. Adelaide is keeping themselves, keeping the pressure on. But this time, it's the world champion, Phillips, who comes down, throws the pass wide of Bailey and over the side of the court. So, pressure of game, mistakes being made, but not surprisingly. powder takes on the Adelaide Lightning and will draw the foul as Rasmussen just reached in as she was making the passing uh, drive. A very quick first
1: step there from Matt Porter, had Rasmussen struggling, Adelaide's called a substitution here and
0: Rasmussen's going to leave the game. Well, Lauren King, another great AAS graduate who spent some time in Townsville as well. Townsville did a great job of recruiting a number of the AAS girls there uh, a couple of seasons ago. Got them some great experience. Inbound pass goes to Fallon, then inside the Porter, is in the paint. On the right lane, she turns, and that is the strength of Natalie Porter. When she backs the basket, she still is able to get the shot away. Woosnam on Porter, it's uh, it's certainly a big battle.
1: Uh, no love lost between the two, and well done, Nat, to put that one in.
0: Phillips on the left wing, goes back to Foley. Foley kicks it back into the corner for Woosnam. Woosnam makes the long-range two. A toe on the line. The answer comes straight away from the captain. That's two in a row, isn't it? It is indeed. And we're back to a 12 points to nine game. It's three points of difference here with three minutes and 39 seconds left. Porter has to go and chase down the pass from Veal. Goes across court to Veal. She had to back away. Porter cuts into the paint. Shot in drop but the referee said the foul was before it was in the air
1: a little push there put her off balance but she was right under the key the two points would have been great but unfortunately it's going
0: to be from the baseline the timeout timeout called by Chris Lucas his first as the uh, well the Sydney Uni Flames are leading 12 points to 9 here leading scorer on the floor is 5 points to Trish Fallon by the way of 2 field goals and a 1 free throw converted from the uh, foul from, excuse me, the foul from, uh, oh, I'm just trying to think who it was. It wasn't Kristen Rashmuton.
1: I can't remember who that foul was on, but no. as predicted, it is Fallon making the difference early. You know, Sydney, they're up three after seven minutes of play, but they've given it away
0: three times, costly under the basket. They could have really done some damage here in the first quarter. Defence, I, I remember uh, watching the semi-final here at at, uh, Sydney, at Sydney Sport and Aquatic Centre, Sydney Uni Sport and Aquatic Centre, I'll get the name right eventually, and I remember Tom Ma saying to me, he said, I'll tell you why Canberra's going to win the grand final, it's because, oh, sorry, why Dandenong's going to win the grand final, because the two teams, Adelaide and Sydney, didn't have the defence that Dandenong had. And uh, I guess what we've seen here, I would think that even though Adelaide are behind on the scoreboard, the way they've been so determined to run out and interrupt two-on-one plays, the way they've tried to just uh, keep the pressure on, that is going to hold them in good stead as we come towards later in the game. Can they maintain it after a tough road trip? That is another
1: question. In the fourth quarter, they might be struggling. Can they come back again? That's it.
0: Poto, quick kick to Veal. They weren't watching Veal in the corner. She nails the
1: three. Kristen Veal straight off the bench and counted. What a great substitution. It
0: was as them uh, now has to get King to come back and help her to get the inbound pass full court pressure I know that Karen Dalton has said they haven't been as good on half court as they have on full court and Karen straight into full court in this game 15 points to three here at uh, 15 points to nine three minutes left to go in the term as the whistle is on the play it's going against I think Eva Apiaki
1: so, yeah, Aaron Phillips trying to, to slash down with a left-hand
0: dribble there. Even playing some good D, but just a little too tight. As the inbound pass goes to Gunn Veal this time crashes into her. And I think Kristen Veal will be given the foul. She gets up
1: and shakes it straight off. She's been around the biz for a little while, Vealy, and she's been up and she's been down. So there was nothing for her.
0: No, it has been a pretty tough... A pretty tough uh, career for Kristen Veal. A number of knee injuries have, have certainly stagnated her, her career at times. Gunn goes to the line. First is all net and that will give her plenty of confidence. She moves to three points for the game with a shot to come. Second shot in the air and it is good as well. So back to a four point ball game here with three minutes left to play. Veal brings the ball back for Sydney Uni. Jess goes to Porter, Porter to Poto, Podo to Afiaki. Afiaki gets to the elbow, left side. I didn't think she... Oh, bounced out first was the call. I thought Tracy Garn was a, uh, a bit keen going to collect that ball then.
1: She was, through, but through that keenness, she almost gave the ball back to them. It was theirs that she had. Oh, Fallon back in the game for Afiaki.
0: Yeah, running the changes, as I said, both those players not starters last week in the AIS game. So, Phillips gets the inbound pass, Poto watching her. She goes down the right wing, kicks it to Foley, halfway down in the front court. Foley's got Muscle White going over the top to Woosnam. Woosnam tries to drive on Porter. She eventually got caught on the travel as the layup did drop.
1: Looked like the old 70-step move to me. It looks fine, but they caught the travel
0: on it, these modern referees. Beal drives down, kicks to the corner, muscle like thought about the three-point attempt. I thought she put a foot on the line then. Goes to Fallon, Fallon drives, pulls up the left elbow and nails the shot. As calm as you like, like it was in the backyard. We spoke last week about Trish Fallon, she's, a, she's really a tradesman. She just goes out there, does her job. Quickly Foley hits Phillips. Phillips was just cutting at the baseline. She caught the ball in the air, put it straight back up and converts. Phillips goes to three points for the game. It's been good defense on Aaron Phillips, seventeen to thirteen. I've got seventeen to fourteen on my score sheet. No. Oh, I know why two. I've just given her a three instead of a two on a layup. That was uh, <laughs> uh, definitely only two feet away from the basket
1: there. Yeah, those two points for that. But the defense has been good on Aaron. Before that, just the one foul shot. That was her first field goal attempt of the night. So if they can restrict her to you know something in the twelve to thirteen point range, then they will be looking very very good. It
0: is an important part of anyone's defence against the uh, against the Adelaide Lightning is stopping stopping Phillips, and I think working away around Sam Woosman's defence. Sam Woosem is a scoring machine too, but I think her defence is, is really key. And if you can, if your player on Sam Woosem can get over the top, well, that goes a long way towards securing you the win.
1: Yeah, and as the captain of the team, if she can stop her person, she's certainly inspiring the girls around her. She has a lot of respect within the team uh, and also around the city of Adelaide in the media. Uh,
0: and uh, if she can do the job, then her team is certainly going to step up. King Gunn, Woosnam, Foley and Phillips get the game underway for Adelaide. For Sydney, you have the ball from the backcourt. It's Poto, Veal, Porter, Musclewhite and Fallon. Porter gives it to Musclewhite on the left side. Goes back to the right. Well, actually, top of the arc to Veal. Right side is Fallon. Fallon puts the ball on the floor. Pulls up in the paint. Short shot. And King will recover the rebound. Goes to Phillips to Foley. Foley goes back to Phillips. Phillips now goes right side to King. King back to the top of the arc. Garns there inside. Foley in the paint. Double-handed jump shot is good.
1: Jess Foley posting up Muscle White there and able to do it. A very classy play from a guard. Good work
0: there. And we're back to a two-point ball game. The closest Adelaide have been in the match. It is Veal. Getting the ball, top of the arc, nails the three, and extends it out uh, to a five-point game.
1: Second three-pointer from Veely there. She's doing well, calm as you like, but a little bit uh, over eager there on the defense. Muscle White got Phillips' issue advancing dancing the ball in the backcourt, and that's cost her a position on the court. Muscle White put onto the bench, and Michaela Dawkins back in the game.
0: Yes, and every foul now is going to send uh, Adelaide to the line. As they're up to the five team fouls. So Phillips again missing the first. Uncharacteristically, I will add. Second one is all net. Shooter will be subbed out.
1: Looks like Woosnum's going
0: out. Oh, Woosnum going out. Okay, I thought they might have subbed Phillips there, but no. Gordon on. Duke out there for her first minutes. Because uh, the player I like to say who has white line fever, I love watching Rebecca Duke play. And there's some of it for you. Great, great grab there by Duke onto Natalie Porter's jumper. It wasn't missed. Three refs don't miss, that sort of stuff. But that's the white line fever I was talking about. She's uh, the nicest of uh, girls off the court. But uh, cross that white line, and uh, she is as competitive as you will find in any sport.
1: She should have kept it in check a little there with uh, the team in the penalty. That's putting that Porter at the line and she's hit the first, puts them up by five with just a minute to go.
0: Five points for Porter with the shot to come. It's all net and she moves the six for the game. So inbound ball from Duke to Phillips. Duke needs to help out. Phillips there, no, over the top. Then kicks at the King, former AIS teammates, those two. Phillips now comes back. Working Veal backwards. Then Phillips drives the right lane. Outlet pass to Norelle Lindsay, the former flame. Goes to King. King pulls up from the free throw line. Bounces in and Lauren King gets her first points. Very friendly roll there.
1: Some good defence from Sydney.
0: Goes to Poto from Donkins at the half. Off the ball, it looks like yeah. Kristen Veal is going to be charged with her second personal foul, and uh, there's no love lost between these two teams. So that is what we love to see, and uh, that's why whenever it doesn't matter where these things are on the ladder, these games just mean something to both.
1: Yes, it was the Jenny Screen Natalie Porter matchup, uh, which is the the infamous uh, shoving match that they had here. That cost uh, the position on the court for Veal. She's on the bench, muscle way back in the game.
0: Yes, as Lindsay drives down into the paint, oh, couldn't get the pass to Duke, and it was slapped away, Porter got in there, and was able to slap it away, but last touch was Adelaide, so Porter inbounds the ball now, Poto gets it from her in the backcourt, Phillips watching her, as they get over, running out of time here in the first quarter, Fallon puts up the shot, hits the backboard, doesn't fall going after a duke on the line and her hair I think touched outside the court which is what it called the uh, well called the referee's ire but the siren sounded for quarter time 22 to 18 is the score here at the uh, Sydney Uni Sports and Aquatic Centre the top of the table clash Adelaide up against Sydney Uni
1: Sydney Union have to be very happy to be up four points going in there with all the wraps coming up against Adelaide. Top of the table, 13-3. and three. They've been uh, a little bit slow sometimes in their starts in the Union. They have to be ecstatic. They would, however, be talking right now in the huddle about the four. Six, even eight points they missed on turnovers in 2-1 and 3-2 and situations. Uh, even there, at the end of the game, uh, they, uh, at the end of the quarter, they could have uh, put another two points up on the board and made it a nice six-point quarter, but threw the ball away, and, and as they were struggling for the ball, you say, as you say, that hair went out of bounds, and that was quarter time.
0: Yes, it was, and uh, six fouls in the first quarter is something to consider as well. Veal on two, which is, uh, well, I don't know whether the rotation or the second foul was the reason that Veal left the court, but uh, Kristen Veal, we talk about uh, Trish Fallon being so tradesman-like, and uh, not, you know... Craftsman-like, tradesman-like. I'm not trying to belittle her, but she just is out on the court and just goes through the process, and she treats it like a process. She doesn't uh, get overly emotional or overly enthu- enthusiastic in the, uh, in the efforts there that she, she puts out. But uh, at the end of the first quarter, she's the leading scorer on the floor with seven points. That
1: two fouls could be very costly for her come the end of the game. But, you know, that's what Kristen does. She's a tradesman uh, during the week. She working for Sydney Uni uh, over at the grounds. I don't know if you saw the ABC feature on her just last week. Uh, it was very good. It was about what Vili does in her time and, and working as a groundsman uh, on those number one and number two ovals here at Sydney Uni- University Sport. and. And just what the girls have to do to, to get by in a league like the WNBL, or even a player of Christian standard, but she takes it on well with, with some absolute grace. And I have seen it get emotional at times, though, uh, yep. especially this season, a couple of tight losses. They've certainly got under Beely's skin, so she should be, should be looking forward to getting back out on the court and yep. it on.
0: Inbound pass, Narelle Lindsay gets it to Foley, hand off to Phillips on the right wing. Phillips brings it right over to the left-hand side. Dompkin's watching her. Over the top back to Lindsay. Lindsay drives the left lane on Porter. Lay up is left short and Porter will come down with a rebound. Kicks it out on the baseline to Poto. Lindsay goes after Poto there. No love lost between Narelle Lindsay and the Sydney Uni Flames, that is for sure. Poto goes across court, gives it to Domkins. Back to the top of the arc to Afiaki. Afiaki, Poto now on the right side. Domkins, Porter, Muscle White and Afiaki are out there. Inside from Porter. Afiaki, no worries at all. In the paint, turnaround <laughs> jumper is good.
1: Made some good space by turning the uh, right shoulder under and, and just got a little bit of space for that shot and put it
0: in softly. Foley gives it to Phillips. Foley, Phillips, Duke, Lindsay and Woosdom on the right baseline. Gets a screen from Duke but doesn't go on with the drive. Then has to throw it back. Foley comes back up to pick up with it. Nine minutes left in the half. Woes gets the ball back drives into the paint step layup doesn't drop this time Phillips gets the touch on it when she's wrestling with Poto to try and get the rebound back referees, referee's uh, right. well they pointed oh they've missed way that, third, that one there
1: that was definitely down. off Aaron yeah. Phillips but it's uh, Adelaide Lightning ball from under the under the hoop
0: yes Lindsay goes in Foley draws baseline puts it onto the bottom of the backboard goes back. B for Phillips, bounces off the iron and Muscle White will eventually get the tap away from Apiaki. Poto at half court, Dunkins inside to Porter, handoff immediately from Poto to Apiaki. Apiaki in heavy traffic goes outside, Domkins from a foot outside the three point argue for him. Oh, they're not
1: missing Neil at all with Dunkins dropping them like that outside the three. Poto pressuring Phillips again.
0: Nine point game after we had a four point quarter break, Dunkins this time crashing into Woosnam. And it will be a foul. The second personal on Michaela Domkins. It was a big three.
1: It got the crowd excited, and I think it got her a little bit too excited as well.
0: Did indeed. As uh, Rebecca Duke sits down as Rasmussen comes back in for Sydney. Trish Fallon takes uh, her time on the court for Michaela Domkins. Inbound ball from Lindsay goes to Woosnam, who sets up the play. Apiaki goes to her now... Woosom trying to call a play. Rashmouton, that's the uh, elbow right side. Outside to Phillips. Low post is Foley, but just lost her range as she put the shot up and over the ring. And it will be Sydney Uni set up. With Fallon on the right side. In the corner, Muscle White. They don't go to her yet. No, she pulls out now. Apiaki gets the top of the key. Muscle White now on the left wing. Looks around. Drives backing into Foley. On the baseline, she kicks off to Poto. Outside, To Porter for three. That was an NBA three. That was out there from the car park, that Porter. Moves now to nine points for the game. Natalie Porter at the other end. Phillips crashes the uh, ground. Out of control. She can't get the shot to land. Fallon. Pulls up at the yucky layup off the glass, is put back in by Porter, and Porter moves to 11 points for the game. Chris Lucas says we've got to stop this run. He calls the timeout, pulling the trigger at 7 minutes and 28 seconds left to go in the half. That certainly got the crowd excited. Second chance points
1: for, for Sydney Uni. They certainly came out of that quarter absolutely hustling. They're the bigger
0: team. Kristen Rash must still score us in the game. Ten points is the, uh, is the run now, and that is a huge run in the, in the contest of this game. We've only had three minutes. They only scored uh, 22 points in ten. In three minutes, they've already almost racked up half the score they put in the first quarter. What happened to Adelaide in that three minutes? Well, not even three minutes. It's two minutes and 33 seconds. I think everything happened. They let him they let go
1: outside with uh, the first one, the first three-pointer from Dobkins. Then it was inside. Then it was back outside to a massive three-pointer. You can't play defence on that one from Porter. Now, if
0: you're going to be throwing him up from the back half, you know, <laughs> what can you do? Natalie Porter was, if you uh, know the Sydney Uni court, Natalie Porter, there's a black netball line to mark off a third of netball. That is what I would say about four feet back from the three-point arc, and that's where Natalie Porter put that shot up from.
1: Very close to the defence jobs uh, oh. decal on the court, uh, off
0: oh. she, oh, she was closer to the centre, though, and I didn't want to mislead people by saying there was angle on the shot as well. They ah. come out of the timeout, but we'll get the plug in anyway. Phillips now looking around Poto. Phillips gets the hand up but Poto rolled off at a Fowley. muscle White, who was looking after Fowley, strips the ball out of Fowley's hand and will get the ball as it goes over the side.
1: Well, the referee was standing right in front of us and we saw that clearly come off the Sydney hand, but they got the ball. Well,
0: they're closer than us, that's all I can say. As Fallon... Goes back to Musselite, top of the arc, Porter's on the left 45, drives down the baseline, Woosnum Great gets a hand in on there and Garn will come up with the ball. So Garn carries it back to the half, gives it to Phillips just over the half, two fingers down, goes to Woosnum, then to Fowley, Fowley is on the wing. Goes back to Woosnum, who is at the same point where Porter knocked it down, but on the other side. One-hand bullet pass over to Rasputin, inside to Foley. Foley double-team. Phillips goes a trick, hands to Woosnum. Woosnum nails the three from
1: the left-hand side. Great defence from Sydney Uni. Alicia Pote going down and the double-team, down on the low block, had to get all the way over to the 45. Couldn't get there in time, and Wisdom knocked it down.
0: Finally stops the run there. Back to 11 points On their lead for Sydney Uni. Poto turns Phillips inside out, tries to get the jump shot to fall, doesn't. Abiyaki comes back. Porter slaps it over the baseline in her attempt to try and uh, dodge the players that were watching that ball come back down. Great
1: defence from Christian Rasmussen there. Was that two blocks or just one block?
0: Well, I don't know. We'll have to check the stats at uh, quarter, at half time. Phillips gets the inbound ball again. Muscle White watching her. They set up here, going left side. Phillips comes back to the right Rasmussen goes to Foley Foley for three off the back of the iron Moe oh, them couldn't counter oh, couldn't get the ball cleaned up on the rebound then Phillips and Moose just crash into each other it will may against muscleite the foul no doubt there she came in and uh, well I don't know if they officially call a crash but She crashed in that time.
1: A crash foul right there, Craig, for sure. Erin just there a half a step quicker, so she got the call. But that was a heavy hit. Erin looks like she came off second Mm -hmm. best in that. She's walked down to the low post. Mus is still marking her, but Erin sucking into big ones, as they say.
0: Yes, as Woosnam now looks around for the inbound ball. We'll go to Phillips. Phillips could have just been uh, sandbagging because she's already into a drive. Pull up at the elbow, left hand side, nails the two. Don't get her excited. Phillips now moves to six points for the game, nine points to deficit, It's 32, plays 23. Porter gives it off to Veal, goes to Apiaki, Apiaki in the paint, turn around jump shot, oh what a shot that was, she did not look at the basket, she turned and jacked the shot.
1: Oh, a big hit there between Musselwhite and Foley, and it's gone against Muss again, I think.
0: Mus backs up the third foul, second for the for the term. So Muss sits down, Foto comes back in, and it's 5 minutes 23 left to go in the half. 34, plays 32, Adelaide to have the ball. Foley inbound it, Rasmuton, Garn, it's... Going long, out the back door to Phillips. Phillips takes on Poto, pulls up at the uh, free throw line and nails the jump shot. That's
1: two in a It cost Townsville the game last night. They're going to have to close out on Aaron a lot quicker.
0: Eight points for Phillips. Back to a nine point four game. At the arc. He crashing in the paint. Shot doesn't drop. Hits the back of the iron and comes out. Rasmussen gets the rebound. Hands off to Phillips. She brings it down the floor. Stops at the defence jobs. .com.au sign before she gives it off to Woosnam, who jacks up a three. Apiaki carries it over the baseline on the rebound, and it will be an Adelaide. uh, Adelaide ball from the baseline, but Karen Dalton this time decides to pull the trigger as they have uh, pulled that back by five points now, and it has been uh, much better constructed offence by Adelaide even though Sydney's pressure is still there in defence.
1: Yeah, they've shown a lot of poise, haven't they, to come back from that. Uh, you know, Sydney is still hustling, they're still trying as hard. Eva came across on the weak side to take that rebound and took her out of court. But Adelaide getting a big
0: shot there and two for two. is indeed his leading scorer for Adelaide with eight points, seven for Woosnam, then it's down to four apiece for Garn Foley and two for Lauren King. Four Sydney Uni Flames, 11 to Porter, 7 apiece to Apiaki and Fallon. Then it's 6 points to Veal, 3 to Michaela Domkins. As that's 34, plays 25 with the timeout called at 4 minutes and 53 seconds left to go in the half. So, looking at the teams to come out. Poto, Veal, Porter, Apiaki and Fallon. For Adelaide, it'll be Foley. Woodsom, Phillips, Garn, and Rasmussen, so they're back to their starters here as they're trying to work themselves out of the hole.
1: I'm sure Karen Dalton asked Sydney to stay, keep their intensity up that they had at the start of this quarter
0: to finish it out them now, driving baseline, tries to hit it, oh, manages to get it to Foley, outside to Phillips, Phillips rattles off the iron, Rasputin couldn't get the rebound, Beal went down in the play, but Poto comes back, Poto, oh, charges into Foley, but Foley hadn't taken position, is the call, so... Foley will be called on the blocking foul.
1: Coast to coast there for Alicia Posto in a 100th game. The smallest player on the court at the moment taking that rebound, advancing it all the way down to the dotted line before she was stopped very solidly by Jess Foley there, a hard foul.
0: It was a it was a hard one indeed. As they work the ball inside to Porter, Porter drives the left lane, then has to go out to Fallon. She hands off to Veal. Veal pumps the pass into Poto. Poto... Tries to bounce past there, and Phillips. Phillips puts that family experience uh, back out there. Former uh, father being a former Port Adelaide great, and uh, she just blocked the shot with the, fa- with the foot, kicked it up into her hands. Tried to go off to the races, but it wasn't to be. Referee saw it. Yeah, it did indeed. Inbound pass goes this time to Fallon. Fallon to Veal. Veal for three off the side of the iron. Well, Georgia would just come oh. into the game a good job trying to chase that ball back but eventually I think Porter has been called for a charge foul. Yeah and it's a very rough call there, uh,
1: no I think it was a little reaching call, reaching in there to get the ball and uh, definitely one that could cost them with 4.17 to go. Ooh. Oh
0: Porter gets inbound pass. <laughs> Phillips has been called for the push though as uh, Poto has just really Caught them off guard by having a huge runner at the inbound bounce pass. Yeah, she just had possession there for a split second, and
1: in that split second, Aaron Phillips knew she'd been to- toasted as she gave her a slight shove that pushed her out of bounds.
0: Sydney got the ball. Did indeed. Working inbound to Veal. Veal works it around. Look away. Pass to Porter for three. All net. She's the second highest percentage three point shooter in the league, Natalie
1: Porter, even
0: though she's a forward and showed her form there. Yeah, and th- that is one of the keys that I think both these teams have is their four and five have got outside range. Phillips out to Woosnam, Woosnam tries to hit Garn in the paint, but Garn muscled off the ball, and that is the fourth personal foul now, third personal foul now for Kristen Veal, and it is uh, by my counting the fifth personal, fifth foul, fifteen foul of the quarter.
1: Looks like they're going to the line, Tracy Garn. Kristen Veal coming across from the Weeks over there and just caught Tracy on the back of the shoulder. It was unfortunate, it was a good hustle that she was trying to achieve.
0: It was. Gun shot rolls off the ring.
1: How have they been at the line tonight, Adelaide? Missed a few vital ones.
0: They have. Uh, Phillips is only travelling at about 75%. Garn is at 50. No, she is at 30. She's at 66. Oh no, sorry, 75. She's hit three from four. That's pretty good. <laughs> As Podo works around the perimeter, goes to Afiaki. Afiaki has got Domkins left side. No. Tries to go inside to oh. Porter. Porter had the ball slapped away by Woosnam. Comes back onto a five-second left oh. This match oh. you were done with a I That's a spot out there. That Porter picking up a little turnover. It could have gone either way. It cost him three big points. You're going to have to watch the ABC2 halftime highlights next Friday night, as the handoff, Phillips goes to Woosdom, to Foley, Foley comes back, gives it to Woosdom, Woosdom shot, rattles off, again Phillips and Garn working it out on the rebound. Phillips, cross court, goes to Foley, Foley fakes the three, gets Afiaki away, but tried to dump over the top, Woodyard comes up and takes the steal, goes off to Porter, then into the corner of Podo Poto goes back to Afiaki, she wasn't ready for that inbound pass, she was in the paint, Domkins will get it off her. Former AIS teammates working together. Dompkins drives down the left lane. Shot goes up, doesn't fall. But the foul will go on...
1: Aaron Phillips looks like a quarter on no. the elbow.
0: Well, Phillips racked up her second personal foul of the quarter. So that is a concern for Coach Chris Lucas, who calls to Narelle Lindsay.
1: For Jess Foley. Jess
0: Foley, okay.
1: Not happy with that turnover. No. Perhaps he would have liked to have shot the three there. he was closing out
0: far too fast, though. It cost Bowley a position. She's off a bit. Did indeed. Here, it's Tompkins at the line. and Nails the first. Sweet shot from
1: Akela.
0: Never was missed. She's got a great. She's got a, a great form at the at the free throw line. And it's returned there. I didn't put the mocker on her by uh, saying that. <laughs> she's a hundred percent. Left side, into the corner. It goes to Lauren King. Back out to Phillips. Back into the corner for King. She can throw three, three points and does so. She moves to five points for the game. And we're back to a 13.4 game. 42 plays, 29 here with two minutes and 20 seconds left on the half.
1: Didn't Adelaide need that. Did indeed.
0: Happy goes into Porter. Porter pulls it down, steps around, woos them, and banks it in. Porter, has, she's leading the WNBL MVP votes. And this is why, dominating the game. The ABC Basketballer of the Year voting, I believe she is winning.
1: Oh, sorry, we can't, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I wouldn't be surprised if she's leading
1: the other one as well. (laughs) It's a tough race at the top, Uh, I think Holly Grimer is is, is definitely running at the front of that. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. There's still a couple of rounds to go.
0: There is indeed Georgia Woodard tripping over Aaron Phillips as Poto brings the ball back. Porter on the right side goes to Poto on the left wing. Ball. Porter hits the Porter deck down. at the archie on the left wing in the three-point territory. Puts the ball on the ground, dumps back to Porter. Porter puts up the shot just inside the arc and she's got her range on
1: tonight. Sydney fans with their hearts in their mouths for a second there. With Porter going down, but it wasn't her ankle. She got right back up and hit the shot.
0: Rachel Spawn said tonight that she thinks this is the two grand finalists we're watching as she doesn't believe the uh, Capitals form, who sits in second place, has been consistent enough to see them through the finals. Yeah, Canberra's form this weekend. Uh, the doubt down
1: in the double in Melbourne will, will really give an indication of that. But these are certainly two of the top uh, teams in the competition. Probably, maybe the best two.
0: As Lindsay takes the drive on, goes back to King. King, long range two. Oh, it doesn't fall. Oh, good pause. too, didn't it? Gee. Domkins now on the quick rebound. Domkins fakes the three, goes backwards to Porter. Porter then goes to Poto. Running out of time here. One minute, six seconds left in the half. Uh, Afiaki, Poto, Poto, back to Afiaki. Afiaki gets it onto the foot of Lindsay. I didn't think Lindsay kicked the ball. It did hit her foot.
1: Off Woosnam, I think, because she's trying to go for the bounce pass into the post. Wusnam oh, okay. just catching it off her toe. Inbound. She didn't like the call. No,
0: she's, uh, I didn't think it was deliberate. Poto cross-court to Domkins. Lindsay gets in the way. Ball running down. Great work by Woosnam to keep it in. Great. Husband. Garn brings it up and gives it off to Phillips. Phillips now, Domkin's watching her. She's at the Sydney Uni Sports logo. Right next to the defence jobs one there, Bill. As it goes across to Lindsay. Tries to go inside. Potter and Lindsay are wrestling with each other. And... uh well, it's going to go Adelaide's way because uh, Natalie Porter was trying to push Lindsay off the ball as they were going for the contested ball.
1: A little bit overeager. She looks appalled at the decision of the referee, but I think that everybody in the
0: stadium thought that was okay. And Trish, has come back into the game for the last 38 seconds. Yes, and uh, well, Lindsay goes to the line. Norrell Lindsay is sitting with no points at the moment. First one hits the front, hits the back, but does drop, and she gets a first score. We're back to a 16-point ballgame. 21 points for Natalie Porter. It's been racking up. Gee, she had a good half. Second isn't shot it? is good as well from Lindsay. So it's 46-31. 30 seconds left to go in the half. Podo goes right side to Donkins. Duncan. Donkins back to Woodyard. Woodyard to Fallon. Fallon now looking around, has options, goes right side to Poto. Seven seconds on the shot clock. Oh, Fallon went to cut inside, Poto went out to her. Dompkins, he's gonna have to jack, no, he goes over to Fallon, Fallon on the buzzer, jacks it up, comes down, it's Woodard who goes back to get it. Dompkins goes back to Apiaki. Oh, Afiaki loses the handle on it with five seconds left. I was about to say, Sydney aren't going to let them have one more possession. But they will. Full court press now. And fan reaches in. Phillips goes to the ground. They lo- roll the ball forward. Wisdom has to go back, gets it. She jacks one up after the buzzer. But it doesn't drop. It is hard time here at the Sydney Uni Sports and you Uni- Sports... And aquatic centre, and it is 46-31 at the half-time break. What a half we have seen. What a quarter we've seen from Sydney Uni. They have made a statement here in that second quarter. Oh,
1: the coaching staff must be absolutely over themselves right now. 46 points, a huge second quarter. Natalie Porter, 21 points at the half. What a way to lead the game, but a little hot potato at the end there to end the quarter. They could have made it. Uh, Even 49, close to the 5-0 for the halfway mark. It would have been a daunting task for the second half.
0: It's an 11-point quarter to Sydney Uni, and in that, 21 points uh, is the total for Natalie Porter, who I think sat with six at the quarter-time break. That's right. Yeah, so that is another huge effort. 15 points, and what did I say? It's a 15-point gap at the long break. Three-time Nivea
1: Player of the Week this season already, Natalie Porter for what she's done with the Sydney Uni Flames, and and when you're putting up uh, 21 points in a half, you can see that uh, she's halfway there to
0: getting there again. Well, it's interesting. The uh, some of the supporters here from Sydney Uni, they've managed to find uh, they've managed to find a bodysuit there from Brianna Hennessy, and uh, well, you've got to wonder about the sanity of someone that. Uh, Particularly if you're male going out there in the bodysuit. What we've
1: got here, listeners, is a six-foot-three, uh, pretty buff male uh, with blonde hair running around in a Sydney Flames uh, bodysuit from Bianca Hennessy. I tell you, I wish that we were outside doing some sort of half-time outside <laughs> broadcast. This is one of the most horrible things I've ever had to
0: witness in broadcasting. One of the things I'd have to say was, didn't the... Didn't the players used to look good in the bodysuits? Yeah, you know, uh, the, the opals uh, at the World
1: Championship were voted by the Brazilian public to be the best-looking team at the World Championship. And, uh, you know, I think that maybe had something to do with the the bodysuits still going around. Uh, you know, there's a lot of argument whether we should have it or whether we should not. And I know as some of the key players get older, they would like the shorts and singles
0: to come back. But uh, the younger girls don't seem to be too worried about it, so... No, there's uh, certainly those, those things that uh, a lot of the players do consider but I, I do know even the younger players do like to, uh, do like to say basketball's played in a singlet and, and shorts everywhere else uh, whilst we like to be world leaders here in this country and I guess uh, for this to consider, the world champions wear bodysuits in women's basketball. Yeah. Do you,
1: well, you know, their main talent is on the court and what they do. Uh, people like Penny Taylor and the way she stood up at the World Championship. Uh, it's not just about how you look uh, and what you're doing in a the bodysuit. They were all class on the court. But it's certainly a talking point. Uh, maybe it has had its day and it was something from, uh, uh, you know, a late 80s, uh, 90s marketing perspective perspective. Um, but, you know, the vote is out. Some people love it. They don't want to see it go. I
0: can see a poll on the WNBL
1: website. (laughs) That's what I can see. (laughs) Well visited by all you listeners out there. WNBL.com.au My associate, Ben Hawes, doing a lot of work there this season and has been getting some rave reviews for all his work done there. So, thanks a lot, Ben.
0: And, uh, of course, uh, one of the biggest things we came into 2007 with was the revamp on that website. And A lot of work goes into any sort of change on a website and uh, uh, particularly something as big as the, uh, the change that you went through and uh, it has been very well received.
1: Yeah, there's a, a lot of work that has to go in on the back end of the website, as they say. But, you know, what's been great for the WNBL website this year is that we've had some uh, great writers doing some stuff. Kate Jacker, who writes for the Townsville Bulletin, has been uh, regularly writing uh, about Townsville games. Uh, We've had Cliffy, my mate Cliffy Warner down there in Adelaide doing some great stuff uh, riding for the Lightning. Uh, you know, here in Sydney they get well covered. Julia White, uh, who is the writer for the Canberra Times has been writing for the WNBL website and we get some great photos, uh Yvonne Milbank uh, down there and Adelaide, Lisa McGinigal here in Sydney who does a lot of work for us. So without the work of those people, uh and the copy and the pictures that they're taking it wouldn't look half as good uh as it does.
0: But you know, we'd like it to be better and there's there's
1: things we could do even better on there, so
0: Well, before we take a break here on sportradio.com.au's coverage of the 73rd game in the Defence Jobs WNBL, you have the stats in front of you. Bill, what have you picked up
1: from the stat sheet? Well, as we talked about before, Natalie Porter with her 21 points. She's 8 of 8 from the field, including 3 of 3 from the three-point line, so you can't ask for more than that. Uh, Five rebounds for her as well. A little bit of a spread in the scoring for Sydney as well. Uh, Michaela Dopkins on 7 points Eva Afiaki who's had a great game uh, in defence and in offence as well she's got 7 points Trish Fallon just 5 points but I believe she had that at the quarter as well uh, and then Kristen Veal uh, with 6 points as well 2 big 3's but she's only played 7 minutes in the game uh, due to that foul trouble uh, 3 fouls already at the half for Adelaide, I think the biggest surprise is that zero points for Kristen Rasmussen, and she's only taken one shot. I would have thought with her NBA, uh, WNBA uh, calibre uh, and history that going up against Matt Porter that she could have racked up certainly better than zero points at the half. Uh, only two rebounds for her and two fouls in, in nine minutes, 39 to play. Erin uh, Phillips has been the high scorer for Adelaide. She's got eight points, three rebounds, three assists, uh, and she's played the whole 20 minutes of the game. Jess Foley uh, is on four points. Lauren King has put in five, and the captain, Sam Woosnam, has put in seven. She's been very impressive, Sam, and and following up her big game last night in Townsville, she's been great tonight, but only one rebound.
0: Yes, and uh, interesting. I'd just be also interested to see the turnovers. They're very even, eight and nine. So steals would be another area, I think, that... uh, would have been a, a fairly big one, too. Oh, it's, well, that surprises me. I, I thought Sydney might have actually had more steals there. Yeah, just three steals for each
1: team. And, and you can see uh, Sydney, they do have nine turnovers to Adelaide's eight, but Sydney had six at the quarter, so they have put the brakes on that a little bit.
0: Off the bench, uh, Sydney came off the bench with Veal, uh, who scored six points. and oh, Muscle white has been very quiet. Hasn't yep. taken a shot yet
1: tonight. Uh, I thought that she could be uh, doing a lot more damage than she has been doing.
0: Points off the bench did at seven and six, so that's fairly even, isn't it? Uh, With, uh, of course, Lauren King racking up five of those off-the-bench points and the other two coming from Narelle Lindsay, who, of course, uh, has her experiences here at Sydney
1: Uni. Sydney has uh, turned over, uh, got those eight turnovers from Adelaide and turned them into 11 points off turnovers and uh, in the scheme of things. Seems they've only scored 46. That's a, a significant percentage.
0: Yeah, it is indeed. This is halftime here at the Sydney Sports and Aquatic Centre. We'll take a break here on sportradio.com.au and be back with the second half. To go here in the second half. Inbound ball goes from Dompkins to Poto. Fallon on the left side gets the ball. It's Fallon, Porter, Poto, Dompkins, and Afiaki for Sydney. Poto gets it back 45 on the arc. Right side, inside to Fallon who backs into the paint. And jump shot, or hook shot, I should say, doesn't fall. But Apiaki's good enough to get the ball back. Goes right side. Baseline shot from Fallon. Oh, oh, all yeah. mad. Give her a second chance, and she makes him pay. Great hustle from Eva Apiaki to open the house. It was great work there as the Adelaide Lightning Phillips through the hands. Lindsay to Foley. Then to Woosnam and Garn. That's the players out there on the floor. They've all had a touch of it. Lindsay has Domkins, takes on Domkins, pulls up at the left elbow, jump shot doesn't fall, that it's Garn who can clean up outside to Foley, Foley knocks down a l- long range, about a 12 foot J. Exactly what happened down the other end, second chance, it cost him two points, they're so going to have to tighten up the defence. Back to a 15 point ball game as Poto goes right side to Domkins, back to the centre to Poto, then to Fallon, Fallon just holds onto it, Garn just a half a step too far back to slap it out of her hand, She's waiting for her to come forward, didn't do it. Duncan for three, off the front of the iron. Apiaki and Phillips almost collide. Phillips does control the ball eventually and goes right side. Kicks it to Foley. Foley now looking around for options. Can't find anyone to help her at the moment. Has to bounce past into Garn in transition. It was cutting baseline. It was Lindsay. Goes outside to Woosdom. Woosdom tried to bounce past it into Garn, but Fallon will come up. Woosdom mugs Fallon. No whistle on the play. The ball rolls off to Affiaki. And Fallon, well, she is normally expressionless, but that time she was looking around wondering what the heck had gone on. Fallon gets the ball back right side. Goes back to Affiaki. Affiaki on the left-hand side. Bounce pass inside to Porter. Porter gets woozed them out. Shot doesn't drop. She puts up a second. This is third chance points when it goes in. Not good for the stats. Well, good two
1: offensive rebounds there, but she missed a shot from one foot two times and she's able to put it in for the third
0: time. Yes, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty, but the score book and the stats just go uh, light up on that sort of stuff. She'll need an asterisk next to those offensive rebounds. <laughs> Phillips goes left side to Lindsay. Lindsay over the top to Garn. Garn puts the ball on the floor, loses control of the dribble. Domkins gets a piece of the pass to Lindsay. Lindsay tries to bounce it in off the backboard. Fallon will come up with a rebound, and she carries it down the left wing.
1: Natalie Porter very slow down the court. Looks as if she could tweak her ankle a little bit. Still hasn't advanced over the three-point line.
0: Well, they body body-to-body with Garn, but Apiaki just turns, shoots, banks it in. That yeah, little turnaround has been doing very well for her tonight, Eva. Worked for her right throughout her career. She really was able to develop that at the AIS under Coach uh, Brown and has played up with it under the tutelage and played to that strength under the tutelage of Karen Dalton. No luck for Adelaide on that possession. Fallon kicks it inside to Poto. Poto rattles it in. First post for Poto tonight. Ominous
1: signs for Adelaide. That's put the uh, Sydney Uni up 21 and Adelaide coming out of the break very, very flat. Some good defence from Sydney. Road trip, second leg of the road trip can
0: do that to you. Yeah, you called it before, Craig. They might not be able to make the distance tonight. I thought at one stage in the first quarter it was going to be a very close game. It doesn't mean it's not going to be at the end. Tracy Gunn drives into the right elbow and puts in a good shot. Woosnam was hanging out in the corner open from the three, but Garn didn't need her there. Fallon is on the left side, 45. Goes to Apiaki, top of the key. Dompkins is on the right, 45. Porter is low post. Kicks it across to Fallon on the left side. Three-point attempt from Fallon's all there. Not much time. That Fallon. Did we talk
1: about her being the difference? Now she's moved into double figures with 12. If she finishes with over 20 points, I think it's going to be a Sydney win.
0: I think so too, because already Porter is there. And there's enough, oh, Fallon puts in the steal of the game. The pass from Phillips is going to Garn. Porter read it better, sorry, Fallon read it better, but this time it was Lindsay who comes back on the former teammate. Phillips kicks it in, Foley on the baseline, gets it from the low pose. Great little jump of that, 10
1: foot away. It's tough to do with the defence falling down on you. She's nothing but net Jess Foley and a good assist. Aaron Phillips finding a little backhander pass.
0: 20 points the difference, 57 plays 37. Dompkins goes back to Poto. Again, Garn tries to reach into upset Fallon. She had to go back and find the ball. She's on the corner of the defence job sign on the floor at Sydney Sports and Aquatic Centre. Poto inside to Poto. Takes on the defence, but the layup was tried to be banked in. Wasn't good enough. Bounce pass is into the knees of Phillips from Woosdom. And it's over the side. But Michaela Domkins somehow got a... Touch on it, and the referees are saying it's Adelaide's ball from the baseline.
1: Very dodgy, Craig. That looked like to be right off Aaron Phillips' knee, didn't it? Kareem it 10 foot off out of court, and certainly couldn't have been. There'll be coaches
0: way. listening to this call, wondering why they can't say the same thing post-game. Inbound <laughs> ball. Scrappy from Adelaide. them has to settle it down. Lindsay, at the uh, arc, goes to Rasputin, who tries to call the play to get some offence happening. Woos them cuts high, that's the old red flag play. From
1: Natalie Porter, ripped it away.
0: Yep, picked the pocket, Veal kicks it, into Apiaki, again with those bullet passes. Apiaki is mugged, I think Narelle Lindsay, no. Foley,
1: Very unhappy about it, shoulder stroke, trying to stare the referee down there, but... It yeah, looked like pretty clean to me, but we're a long way away.
0: Oh, I didn't think it was so clean, but that pass was red hot. And Muscle White going to come... Well, Muscle White going to inbound the ball. Veal tries to cut into the paint. They have to go long. Goes Taffy at the back of the arc. Right side to Muscle White. Muscle White tries to drive baseline. Lindsay pulls up a progress. She steps in though and shoots over her first point.
1: Muscle White... They'll need it to step up. Sydney were looking a little bit flat there. Not as much movement in their offence right now. They'll need to step up. Last week against Bullying they had a lack of movement in their offence. and Hopefully that won't happen again here, but they're up 22.
0: Lindsay has the ball down on the left wing. Goes to Garn. Garn takes off. Dunkins has got another foul. Domkins will be on her third personal foul.
1: A little bit soft there. Just
0: uh, She got beaten by the first step. Give her a little hip check. Referees blew
1: it up right away.
0: 22 point ball game, Foley over the top inside to Garn. Garn gets herself in with no one between her and the basket and she will back it in. The Ole defence. It's Muscle white feet on the three point arc baseline and she nails the two. So she's starting to find her range now. 61 plays 39. We're up to a 22 point ball game and things are getting worse for the Adelaide Lightning. Moose them now goes to Lindsay on the right wing back oh Afiaki crashes into Woosnam no call there finally for three as the shot clock runs down she's been playing in the state and she is a quality player no matter where she's playing knocks down the big three then followed up with some good defense on Kristen Veal pushing it up the floor Yale still has to bounce pass it right side to Afiaki looks around goes back to Porter to Veal now Back right side to Muscle White. Inside to Porter. And Porter will jail a little J inside the paint on the baseline. Quick ball movement from the weak side.
1: Found Muscle White at the top of the key. Able to get Porter wide open. Just one foot away with the pure speed of the pass. So great little offence there from Sydney Union. And it forced the
0: Coach of the Month, Chris Lucas, to call a timeout. Like I tell you what, that Coach of the Month is a poison chalice. First month of the defence jobs WNBL season. Who gets it? It goes to Harry Graff. What Schicks happens? What happens in the next month? Team goes missing. Yeah. Chris Lucas now cops that in December. I can't remember who picked it up in in uh, in November. Good question. You know, it, I can't ever think. Uh, oh, I think it might have been Karen whose team went missing in December. Was it? It was Karen Dalton, yeah. coach of the month. <laughs>
1: How dare we forget that in her 150th game? Apologies to Karen. Uh that, you know month, you know, they were they were on fire in that month. Uh and and you know, they really deserved it to, to be coached month in November. Uh, at that stage, if the finals were on in, in late November, Sydney would have been very, very short odds to win it. But it's a bit of time now, and time has passed. And, you know, I thought that Adelaide was the team with the momentum, and certainly with last night's victory, I thought that. But, you know, 63-42 with 3.13 to go in the
0: quarter. What do you say about that? Lindsay brings the ball over the half. I'll respond when we uh, get a break in play. It's a gun around the arc, goes to Foley, Foley, cross-court to King, back out to, well, Porter's been called off the ball in a blocking foul or a grabbing foul on Rasmutin. Rasmutin thought she'd just uh, step up to the uh, free-throw line just to see if she can pull that one out. Yes, not so not quick. Not Not so quick, Because There's is. only one team foul apiece. Oh, no, there's two because Porter's just got one. Not going to get her first points that way. Uh. As the inbound pass from King Foley, drives baseline, rolls it in. Woo,
1: no space, she just squeezed through there with a little bit of speed. Very showering Milner-esque uh, last week here for in, But great speed there from Jess Foley.
0: Veal pulls up at Lauren King, bounce pass across to Fallon. Fallon now works away, cross court, goes to Poto. Poto then right side to Veal. Oh, cutting baseline, that's almost the alley-oop play that they do at Dandenong, but Fallon had to come back for it, and she couldn't get the baseline J to drop. Of course, the alley-oop play by Dandenong is finished by Allie Douglas with a reverse layup or a layup. Backcourt violation, the pressure from Sydney Uni is immense, as it took a while for Adelaide to uh, secure the ball, but as soon as that ball was touched by Adelaide, The clock
1: was counting. That was very, very fast, that backcourt violation. And Chris Lucas right up in the face of the referee there asking him, why so fast on that?
0: And I think it was because they had touched it. Uh, Phillips was just trying to stay in. That chewed up about three or four seconds on an eight-second backcourt shot. Lob over the top from Podo. Fallon is in the paint, Garn has jumped early and into the back of Trish Fallon, she couldn't get the shot to drop, but she'll go to the line for two, and Garn will pick up her second personal foul.
1: Yeah, a classy play there from Trish, she just got her up in the air, wasn't too big a hit, she had a pretty good shot at the two, unfortunately it didn't fall down, but don't want to put the mocker on her, but I think these both are going down.
0: Well, Fallon makes the first. Of course, as I mentioned before, uh, a lot of coaches would love to be able to say what you've said about a few things (laughs) so far today. Fallon makes the second, particularly about the grey team. Oh, Fallon intercepts the pass from Foley at the half court. Beal comes back, kicks it to Fallon. Fallon must have a wry smile somewhere as this time she draws the foul out of Rasmuton.
1: Well, Rasmussen just toasted by the first step to the left there by Trish. She's had a very, very quiet game tonight
0: has indeed it has not been a good one we know that the uh, the townsville sydney road trip is a tough one
1: yeah and maybe, the, maybe the toughest in the league and
0: uh chris lucas has highlighted fell, uh, sorry uh, porter will sit down as the inbound pass goes to muscle white muscle white bounce past afiaki afiaki has it tapped away by lauren king gun bounce past to phillips phillips in the paint jump shot drops after it rattles around four times Front to back of the ring. And
1: hasn't she been quiet lately? Oh, a big fast break there from Sydney finding Muscle White right under the basket while we're
0: just looking the other way. You can't look away for a second here. Muscle White to 6 points, 67 plays, 46. We're out to a 21 ball game. Rasmussen inside, outside for Phillips who was off the front of the iron and Poto came down as Rasmussen. She can't get into this game and it looks like Chris Lucas hasn't got options on the bench. Fallon now. No Nerida Cooper in this lineup. Bye Down left-hand layup. Bye,
1: bye Little crossover at the top of the key, and she was wide open. Drove from the top of the three-point
0: line all the way to the basket with her left hand and put it in. Trish Allen, looking good. I've got her at 16 points for the game. 69 plays, 46. Sam Woosnam looking to come back in. <laughs> and...
1: Uh... With defence like that that Tracy Garn just played, they need Sam Woosnam to come back. She yep. was toasted at the top of the key.
0: Was indeed. Inbound ball from King goes to Fallon, Fallon. over the top to Veal. I think Lauren King's going to sit down in a moment. Bounce pass from Veal goes to Apiaki, and Apiaki finishes off. Sydney looking far too good for Adelaide right now. Fallon
1: all over this game, and another layup, this time even Apiaki.
0: Foley kicks it across to Rasminton. Rasminton has to work out, hands off to King inside to. Foley, Foley, turn around, jump shot on the low post is good. She moves to 15 points for the game, 71-48. She looks like she wants to make a game of this. She may be one of the only Adelaide players out there. 30 seconds left to go in the quarter. Time flies as Sydney makes a big lead. The Flames are striking the lightning. Fallon around to Veal. Veal shot air ball from Kristen Veal. You wouldn't see that in warm-up, let alone a game normally. And (laughs) Phillips will bring it back.
1: I must have missed by two or three feet that one. That was a double air ball.
0: Half a second difference between the shot clock and the game clock as Phillips drives past outlet to King. King sets for three on that. King gets the three point basket, but it sets it up for a 20 point deficit at the final break. 71 51. What a quarter again by Sydney Uni. It is the Adelaide Lightning with no answers and uh, no options off the bench seem to have been able to to turn any rewards. Yeah, you're right. A sweet three to end it there,
1: but apart from that, they have been thoroughly outplayed again. That's two quarters in a row. Last night, uh, up in Townsville, they came back from a 17-point deficit, but here down 20 with the way Sydney are playing. Is it possible again?
0: Well, it's always possible. I have seen... One thing I know about Adelaide, and I think if you speak to the uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Defence Jobs, WNBL Lorraine Landon, she knows just how tenacious an Adelaide Lightning side can be. And uh, if you ever speak to Lorraine Landon about 1996, she will certainly explain to you about uh, teams that are awesome in the crunch. I'm going to have to
1: uh, have a little visit to Lorraine's office to talk about this, but... Yeah, you're talking about one of the great administrators in Australian sports, so it would be only a pleasure to go and visit her.
0: Yes, and uh, has been doing such a great job over such a prolonged period for basketball in this country.
1: Yeah, she's wonderful. And
0: And recognised worldwide as well as being one of the top officials, not only in Australia but worldwide.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and very close to Bob Elphinstone, uh, President of FIBA, the world governing body of basketball at the moment. So as far as uh, power goes in the world of basketball... Uh, Lorraine Landon is certainly one of the most powerful women, uh, or, or full stop men, or women uh, in the
0: game. King gets a repeat after that inbound pass with the three, and she steps out now with Phillips, Foley, Gunn, and uh, Woosom. It's Muscle White, Poto, Apiaki, Porter, and Fallon to restart the final quarter, the final ten minutes in what has been a thrilling game. Oh! Phillips drives to the basket, hits the deck on the way down, shot doesn't fall, Porter does the rebounding, and Fallon will carry it across the half. Then goes back to Porter, left side is Poto, Apiaki top of the key, shot hits the iron and bounces sideways. Muscle White throws it back into Foley, Muscle White takes down the bunting <laughs> in the back play, woos them now, woos them back to Foley, Foley, inside okay, to gone yeah, hot pass There's there, she faked good. the shot and passed it off.
1: Foley, the leading scorer, 15 points after three quarters, but it was that beautiful little assist that got the, got the two there.
0: Uh, going to Garn, I hope, because that's who I just scored it to. I think it was. <laughs> 11 points for Tracy Garn. As Sydney set up, on the left wing, it's Foto. Bounce pass down, left low post, Fallon. Fallon backing away. Oh, tries to get the pass. It was ricocheted off Lauren King's hand. Into the hand of Woosnum. Bounce past the King. King. Oh, she uh, took... I thought she was going to take a travel there. She looked like she was going into the layup step. But then when pulled out for a jump shot, on the way through, must gets a hand on her. Michelle Musselwhite is called for her fourth personal foul. Yeah, now, King looked
1: like she was moving into a bit of slow motion halfway through there. She had Aaron Phillips open. It was a two-on-one situation there, but... Uh, muscle work closed out a little bit tight and she decided to
0: take it the hole she got the two and the foul so good decision Karen Dalton decides to ice the shooter too calling a timeout here with 8 minutes and 59 seconds good idea because we know when Adelaide gets on a run they get on a run, they're on a 4 point run at the moment as they've closed the gap from quarter time down to 16 points
1: yeah, down 20, down to 16 So, and only uh, 1 minute
0: gone in that quarter so at that rate they would get it. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you cannot write off any of these teams in the defence jobs, WNBL. And I know you've got the uh, scores there from last night, so uh, we'll just recap last night's games. Uh, Townsville versus Adelaide Lightning. It was the uh, Lightning 96 over the Fire 89. So not only did they get the 17 points back, they took the lead. Perth over the AIS in
1: a close one. I think it's 78 to 69, around about that. There were some costly uh, misses uh, at the free throw line by the AIS right at the end. That game was right in their reach. But the third win for Perth, congratulations.
0: King uh, is able to convert the three point play. Muscle White has the ball on the defence jobs logo, 45. Oh, throws it away, gives it to King. Garn comes down, kicks over to Foley. Foley lays it in. Muscle White had to pull out then, she's on four fouls.
1: Yeah, but the gap down to 13 points now. Sydney
0: has won a score, 7 0 run, open half. 71 plays, 58. Handoff from Apiaki, who carried it down to Poto. Poto got away from Phillips again. Poto for three. It's the... Oh,
1: it's huge. Sydney needed that. Poto in a 100th game. A huge three. Phillips
0: down at the half-court. Outlet for Foley. Foley for three. It's hit for Tat here as the Adelaide Lightning want to try and keep in touch. Great answer from
1: Jess Foley. She's been the highest scorer. She had 15 points at the three quarters. That puts her in at 18. Team high score for Adelaide.
0: All right, I have it down as 20, so I'll have to check where my scoring's gone wrong. Muscle White jacks up the three, hits the back of the iron. Phillips comes down with the ball, kicks it right wing. King has stepped up in this quarter. She was a little bit hot and cold there towards the end of the last one, but she's making a move now. Gun in the paint. Muscle a Porter is mugged her, and that'll send her to the line to shoot two. And, uh, very, very
1: small lineup out there for Adelaide.
0: Go on, playing the the five spot. Playing the one. Well, Lauren King was in that uh, 2002-2003 AAS side. She did have to play some time in the four-five spot when they were getting hurt for uh, big players, Caitlin Cunningham with injuries and the like. So she has had to play tall before. And in my opinion, you have one of the shortest players who can play tall sitting on the bench in Rebecca Duke. Good call. Good Good work by Tracy Garn who extends oh, her over. points and gets into the turnover. them thought about the three, then pulled back and said, "No, we've got a shot clock here. Let's run it down." Uh, she should have jacked that up. That could have been a quick dagger three, but she tries to the hole.
1: Doesn't count. Big rebound from Natalie Porter.
0: Porter then bounce passes away to Fallon, who brings it towards the back foot. It's seventy-four, play sixty-three, eleven-point ball game as Podo has to work on Phillips. Bounce pass to Porter. Porter and Woosnum collide. Afiaki gets the ball. Poto into Porter. Low post. Porter gets it
1: in off the glass. Great pass. She was a good six feet behind the three-point line and got it very deep into Porter in the post. She didn't, uh, couldn't miss it there.
3: Phillips goes to King.
0: King decides not to go with a three-pointer, but the shot goes in the air. Afiaki has got a hand on the arm of King, and Afiaki will pick up her second personal foul of the game. And send Lauren King to the line. Lauren King on eleven points for the game. Garn on thirteen. Twenty to Foley. They're the only in double only ones in double figures. So thirteen to Garn, I hope I said, and ten to Phillips, I hope I also said they're the only ones in double figures for the Lightning. As uh, Foley miss, uh, sorry, as King misses the first. Second is all net. Good defence there from Eva Apiaki, right up until the point where she reached in. Phillips slaps it back over the inbound pass away from Poto and Porter has to inbound again full court pressure by Adelaide as Poto and Phillips working hard to get it over the half they set up go left side to Afiaki now back to the right side to Porter then back to Poto Poto looking around goes down to the baseline to Apiaki, wrestling Woosdom and Porter and I think Woosdom will pick up the... Yep. It will be Sam Woosnam's second personal indeed. foul, only 6 minutes and 37 seconds left to go in the game. Surprising that that's Woosnam's second foul, she's had a very physical game. Has indeed. Long pass to Afiaki. Afiaki left side to Fallon. Fallon now goes, Dompkins, throws it away, Domkins zigged when uh, Fallon thought she was about to zag. Fallon almost passed it right into the coach's lap, like Chris Lucas there, but he
1: didn't help her out at all.
0: Canberra leading on 38-32 to 32 at half-time is the score, just given over the loudspeaker. It is Foley now, right side to King. here, Woosnam thought about the three, King goes for the three, she's got a great shot, and it has landed, the eagle has
1: landed,
0: nine points the difference, the comeback Kings, Adelaide Lightning are back in this game, Poto left side goes to Afiaki, now to Dompkins. Domkins can shoot three, King is a half a step back, Afiaki gets the ball in the paint, She puts it on the floor, drives into Foley, and makes the shot. A big no-call there. Eva dropped the shoulder into Foley, put her on the ground, but the referee
1: put the whistle away.
0: Yeah, I agree with the no-call for mine. Garn now goes back over to Foley, back to Woosnum. Woosnum drives, has to pull up on Fallon. Then goes back to Foley, who drives again. Kicks out to Garn. Seven seconds left. Garn drives in. Potter with the defence there. Makes a steal. Potter on Fallon. Oh, sorry, Porter on King. King slaps the ball away. Timeout called by Chris Lucas as he saw a opportunity there to continue that run just get averted.
1: Yeah, Sydney, once again, they couldn't do another two on one. That's going to be the drill of choice this week for Karen Dalton. There's no doubt about
0: it, but the intensity of this game just went up. Darren Alley and Karen Dalton consulting before they move into the huddle. Chris Lucas already in there. Chris, uh, I wouldn't say he's a one-man band because the assistant coaches do do so much work, but he has his thoughts... And he just goes straight to them with it. They always break away early. I should say, on most occasions, he's straight into them, greets them, and then gets them back out on the court well before any other team is ready to pull out of a huddle.
1: Yeah, he's down in that classic uh, on-one-knee stance that he has to address the players. Uh, But he's a great coach. He certainly has uh, had a great record there with Adelaide, three years, and put him into the finals each three times. So... Uh, And continued the run of Jan Sterling. They're now guaranteed for, I think it's 15 years. 15 straight. Jan, of course, coach of the Opals, and and, has had such a great year with the Commonwealth Gold and then the World Championship. But she's an absolute blessing to have in the media as well. She does a lot of stuff uh, that BA asks her to do and and, uh, a great coach for Adelaide, but even better one for
0: Australia. Uh, I, I started my broadcasting basketball behind listening to the coaches to report back to the callers. It was scary to be in those huddles with her. Inbound ball from Veal. It's Lauren King mugging uh, Michelle Musselwhite from behind. King picks up her. I think that's her. Well, I thought she already had a personal. Yeah, I thought she had one in the first quarter but obviously it wasn't credited to her. Moose will get two shots out of it. She's on six points for the game. All those points, I think, coming in the second half, Yeah. and doesn't add to it with the first free throw that just landed like a dead sock on the backboard and the iron. Good play for Sydney coming out of the timeout, getting a, a foul right under the basket, but missing both free throws will put you back on the bench pretty quickly. Could, I imagine. Yeah. Could not convert. As... Adelaide sets up. Garn back to Phillips, who brought the ball down the centre of the court. Now to King. King leverage three off the iron. And White and Garn. White was in the air where Garn came through. It wasn't malicious, but it certainly was hard contact. And that's the third personal foul on Tracy Garn. She had one in the first, one in the third, and now one in the fourth quarter. Lauren King sits down as Norrell Lindsay steps back out onto the floor. No question that Tracy Garn wants to win this game. That was a good hustle. 78 place, 67. Fallon and Garn working at the centre circle. Then goes Afiaki on the arc. Porter, Fallon now on the right side. Down on the ground is Phillips. Who will get the foul? It's going to be an offensive foul on Eva Afiaki. No. That will be Afiaki's third personal foul.
1: Sydney just letting things go away. They're in a good position. They've let off two possessions there, missing
0: two foul shots, and then an offensive foul before they even get into their offense. Fourteen fouls Sydney, three team fouls Adelaide. That's the other thing to look at as we have four minutes and fifty eight seconds left to go in the game. It has been a great game of defence jobs, WMBL basketball on sportradio.com dot AU. Craig Ravel with the call. Bill Baxter. Special comments for tonight. Inbound pass, goes to Phillips, and we're back underway. Chris Lucas wants both girls in the corner, Garnham and Woosnam. Woosnam pulls out of the corner now as Phillips is running the clock down. Goes, drives the muscle, away, takes it all the way, but the layup was too hard onto the backboard. Veal comes up with it. Veal, what will she do down the other end? She turns around, gives it to Moose. Moose has foully go to her, so she goes to Safiaki, then back to Veal. Now it's Veal running down the clock. As a bounce pass goes, right elbow to Porter, back outside to Beal for three, a foot away from the three-point arc. Apiaki does the rebounding, gets it away from Garn and Beal will set up once again. Time ticking down. Four minutes and 15 seconds left to go in the game. Veal works away around to the right-hand side. Little back bounce pass to Muscle White. Muscle White at the free throw line gives it back to Fallon. Eight seconds left, and Garn comes up with an important steal.
1: Great defense from Adelaide. They just couldn't find a way. Sydney and Adelaide
0: have come back with it. Foley cross court pass to Woosnam. Woosnam drives down the left lane. Outlet to Foley. Foley from just inside the three point arc. Foley, 22 points for the game.
1: Absolute class. Great balance. Great poise to put that down. Nine,
0: nine points the difference. 78 plays, 69 again. Can they break through that nine point barrier?
1: Yeah, that's what they got to do. they are going to get a bit closer, but Trish Fallon down low.
0: No, Garn slaps away the rebound into the hands of Phillips. Here's their opportunity. Three on two. Bailey for three. Rattles off the iron. No one boxing. Well, no one down there to collect the rebound for Adelaide. So, Apiaki brings it back, gives it to Veal. Veal is on the defencejobs.com.au sign. 78-69. Apiaki leans into Woosman, then gives it off to Fallon. Feel over the top to Porter. Porter in heavy traffic. Jump shot was short. Apiaki's puts it back in. Big offensive rebound from Eva Apiaki. Putting it back.
1: Putting it back out to a double-figure lead and forcing Adelaide into a
0: time-out. That's their third of the... I can't believe, I thought that was their second of the half, but maybe it is their third of the half. That means they've got nothing to use in the stretch. Yeah. That was a, a pivotal little run there. Uh, by Sydney Uni if
1: Jess Foley could have just knocked down that three in transition it could have really made a difference Uh, it would have made it uh, just a six point game and uh, from there I think that Sydney
0: even looked vulnerable with three minutes to go but a really really uh, pivotal turnaround there back out to 11 of course Sydney their next well their next foul puts Adelaide to the line at every other opportune moment and then you just play at the player drive at the player as much as you can or drive beside the player so the player shifts into you, or reaches into you, and goes for those easy points with the clock stop. Plenty of time to close an 11-point gap here. And Adelaide, they might be tired, but they're still determined. Yeah, you think maybe
1: it's time for Kristen Rasmussen to come back into the game, to be a threat, to, to push them to that 15th foul. But the WNBA Phoenix Mercury star on the end of the bench,
0: covered in a blue towel well maybe there is some sort of injury that we don't know about but at the moment she's sitting there cheering on the lightning 80 plays 69 11 points Garn gets the ball just to the right side of the key goes back to the left side Phillips pop jumper oh off the front of the Shots. iron yep a costly turnover and Veal will get the ball at half court she takes on that leg kicks out to Fallon they just have to run through their sets now. They have got time on their side.
1: Yeah, they should be able to close it out here, in Sydney, but you never know. Like A- one or two key baskets will make the difference.
0: Apiaki goes long to Fallon. Fallon thought about the three. Goes inside again. Six seconds. Apiaki for three. It looks good off the hand, but it's an air ball, in fact. As, oh, Duke slapped it into Foley. It came off, I think, Veal's leg as well. Well, I have to say it came off Phil's leg, because otherwise I can't explain why Adelaide's got the ball back. <laughs> <laughs> Phillips now comes across the heart. And a let-off for Adelaide. Duke comes over the top to Phillips. Phillips is mugged by Fallon. And Phillips will go to the line. That is the bonus foul.
1: Yeah, there it is right there. But it seems as if they're taking it from
0: the end here.
1: From the end. No, they're not seeing
0: no, it. Now they've they seen it. The fifth foul, finish. they're going to
1: go to the line. And every
0: foul now except for an offensive foul, of course, we will send them to the line. Yeah, I imagine Erin will knock these down. Well, she hasn't been good all night, and that was a lucky one with a shooter's roll. Phillips, 11th point on the board. 12th point is on the board. And Lauren King steps in the game for Narelle Lindsay.
1: All class from Erin, though. Two vital three throws to, to put it back into single digits, but she'll need to hit something longer, two or three, to get him
0: back in this. Well, I think Rasmuton must be injured as Duke watches Porter, Garn watches Fallon, now it's Afiaki, goes to Poto. Poto left side to Veal, Veal working around, Phillips trying to slap the ball loose, pass is hard to Fallon, she's good enough to get it back, Fallon drives into the paint, Pull-up jump shot. Poto will get the rebound over. Tracy Garn and Sydney will set up for another play. One minute and 45 seconds left. Oh, Afiaki and Foley wrestling for the ball. And Foley has got the oh trademark. Laura Summerton, what me look.
1: Yeah, she's been a little bit unlucky, Jess, though. She's had a couple of calls gone her way. And uh, with so little time on the clock, she was hoping that the referee would see her way. But what a great little hustle there from Poto coming out of that scrum with the ball. Well,
0: the second timeout of the half being called by Karen Dalton. Just as Sydney looked like they were going to um, be able to uh, really hold this game out. 11, uh, no, sorry, 9 points on the scoreboard, 80 to 71. I've even got it on the screen here. That's how bad my math is. But uh, nine points on the board, one minute 42, you can still do it because you've got your opposition in the bonus, uh, but you need, you need to be drawing fouls out, and when you talk about Toto Afiaki, Fallon Dompkins, Porter, Veal, Mussel White, they're not the type to give away cheap fouls.
1: Yeah, it's amazing that Adelaide can still be in this game, it seems like Sydney has, has outplayed them, and yet right here with nine to go, with a little bit of good fortune, Adelaide
0: could be in this game. Yeah, well that was a PJ Harvey song and it is coming to the fore here. 80 plays, 71, 73rd of a cracking defence jobs WNBL season. I say that because I know the game number, I can't remember the round number. It's round 16, isn't it? Uh,
1: round 15, 15, I think it is. Round 15, you're what are, right, round what are we at, game 70, 71, 72, something like that? We're at game
0: 73. 73. Photo who brings the who gets the inbound pass from Fallon from the side 20 seconds left on the shot clock bounce pass to uh, Porter Porter to Apiaki Apiaki goes right side to Fallon Fallon has got Porter at the baseline now Duke watching her she backs into Duke and gets the shot that was important
1: yeah that's the 29th point for Natalie Porter tonight what a performance and
0: Christian Rasmussen still with the donuts yes Phillips now goes left side to Foley Foley goes to Duke Duke to King on the right hand side still outside the arc, tries to get it inside, Gun comes up with it, almost a double dribble there, it's going to be a jump ball and it will be Sydney's favour.
1: Great hustle there from Christian Veal. Eventually, Eva Apiaki came up with the ball, but with the possession arrow, Sydney
0: Uni has got that vital possession with just over a minute to go. One minute, eight seconds to go. 82 plays, 21. 11-point game. Veal inbounds it to Apiaki. Apiaki drives past the former teammate in King. Foley looking to stop the clock. I don't know that she's got spare fouls to be able to do it. I guess she's on three. Beal now over the top to Fallon. Fallon to Porter. Porter drops it in. There it is. 31 points. That's got to be a season high for her, I think, this season for sure. Not sure about the season high of it, but now Foley looking. She has to take on the Sydney defence here. She's pulled up on the drive. Duke now. Duke goes hard into Phillips. Phillips couldn't get the pass. She backs out. Gives it back to Foley. Foley comes inside from the elbow, nails it. Oh, Foley. 24 points for her.
1: She's been great, Jess Foley, tonight.
0: 11 points is the game. 84 to 73. 18 left. And Phillips now fouls to stop the clock. Well,
1: Afiyaki has come in with 15 points. She's really been great in the second half, Eva, hasn't she?
0: Well, I think she's been good right throughout the game. She's been doing a lot of, a lot of stuff in the uh, assist category. I don't know what her assists were at three-quarter time. But she sits down now. And uh, after another strong performance,
1: Eva, uh, what she have? Uh, two assists at three quarter time. Yeah. Now she's taking a spot on the bench, and, and Poto
0: can put it in in a hundredth game at the foul line. Yep, and makes the first moves to six points for the game. Only player makes both. We're out to a thirteen point ball game. Thirteen, the number. That Aaron Phillips wears, goes right side, hand off. King from downtown hits the side of the iron. Phillips does the rebounding, almost stripped by Podo. Oh, Duke just has to take a second grab, goes back to Phillips. Phillips has time to set for the three, rattles out. Duke taps it away, King tries to go after it. But Phil, twinkle toes, Duke almost strips Phil of the ball. At half court with three seconds left, she jacks it up. The game is over and the Sydney Uni Flames have won a great game, Sydney Uni will get so much confidence out of that, they weren't sure and even after beating the AIS last weekend they still did not convince me that they were finals contenders, I don't think they convinced themselves they were finals contenders. But they've just beaten Adelaide, the league leader. That is a statement right here. They
1: did it in style. 13 points, 86 to 73. Last week against Bulleen, Sydney looked positively shaky. They weren't moving around in their offence. Their defence didn't have any intensity. But tonight, they knocked off Adelaide. And the crowd loved it. The coaching staff loved it. Poto, in her 100th game, loved it. Woodyard loved it. And the coach, 150 games, coming out with a W. Top scoring for Sydney was, of course, Natalie Porter. 31 points, 9 rebounds. Two assists. what a great game uh, you know, she was well supported by Trish Fallon who came in with 14 points and Eva Afiaki, 15 points ending up with that what a great performance it is
0: and importantly that will give Sydney the split if they end up even yeah, and I, I guess that that is a possibility I don't know um, I don't know if the likelihood but it's definitely a possibility the split would give Sydney the advantage in any close call. And that, of course, would mean if it's first and second, if it goes to the split, that's the home that's the home, uh, grand home final. Advantage.
1: Yeah, it means a lot. Uh, you know, Or home, home qualifying final. Exactly, home qualifying final. So a massive win for Sydney tonight. What a confidence boost. You know, for Adelaide, Jess Foley was great. She kept on coming and kept on coming. 24. Points and four assists to finish it. She really wanted to be there, but Aaron Phillips just twelve
0: points, and then of course Kristen Rasmussen only one shot for zero points. Great defense there, but I do think there's an injury there. Why she was off the court towards the end? Um, yes, she could be having a bad night, but when you've got a quality player, you normally try to get them to play back through. Yeah. So. I have to think there was an injury there.
1: Yeah, but just one shot. What a just what a, what a wasted game yeah, that she great, played.
0: Great defence, I
1: think, is the call. Yeah, let's go for it.
0: 86 to 73. Any other stats that you pick up there? I think uh, turnovers, 18 apiece, shows that it, it was even at patches. But, uh, gee, Sydney Uni made a statement tonight. Yeah, five turnovers from Sydney,
1: in, in uh, seven turnovers from
0: Sydney in the last uh, quarter
1: could have been really costly, you know, a couple of them in a two-on-one situation. And, and really, if they, they, they turned a couple of those uh, turnovers that they had into points, they could have easily had 110 points in this game, Sydney. Their offence looked fantastic. Uh.
0: Yes. Well, we're going to take, uh, uh, well, we'll take an opportunity to hear from the coaches and some of the players from tonight's game and then be back to wrap up our thoughts in just a few moments. This is sportradio.com.au. Basketball. Well, Karen Dalton, that was a complete turnaround. Your girls came out to play, and uh, out of each break, they just whacked on the points.
3: Yeah, no, it's real. I think that they played with a lot of energy, which is what they have you know—they've trained pretty well all week, and that's probably the way that we can play. So, um, you know, really, it was really good effort.
0: Natalie Porter stepped up tonight. Uh, was it twenty eight points or? Ah, uh, he might be over thirty. She was amazing? But she, uh,
3: she had a really good game. I mean, I couldn't defend her inside the paint, and uh, she's done a fair bit of work this week just on her finishing off, and you know, it certainly paid off.
0: Eva also, she didn't get the point, but she did a lot of work, and yes. I was surprised only to assist because she was setting up and helping with a lot of blocking out and a lot of good work off the ball that didn't get stats.
3: Yeah, um, no, she, she, um, she had a really good game, and you know, she's. Been focusing on this week on um, you know shooting scoring and I thought she did a great job defensively as well and on the board so yeah all in all I think everyone that hit the floor did a really good job.
0: Yeah it was a well a statement tonight that uh, you guys are here.
3: Uh, I think we probably were. I'm a bit disappointed with the final margin actually I know that might sound uh, a bit cocky but I think when you get a 20 point lead you probably should go on with it and I think we had a couple of lapses there in the fourth quarter or, you know, a bit of execution problem. So I think, um, yeah, I'm, a, like, you know, I'm happy with the win, obviously, but looking forward, you know, I think when you get a 20-point lead against a team like this that sort have of played in town for the night before, you probably should go on with it.
0: And critically, the split on Adelaide.
3: Yeah, no, I've got the split on Adelaide, but, you know, that's what was so disappointing, I think I said to you last week, was that loss against Boleyn. But, you know, hopefully they'll lose another one and uh, we might have a chance at top spot. But, you know, we've got to take care of business and um, get back on track next week against AIS.
0: Well, perhaps some scouting notes of carry Graph to help you out there.
3: <laughs> yes, maybe.
0: <laughs> All the best. Congratulations.
3: Thanks very much.
0: Well, Natalie Porter, a fantastic performance tonight. You, uh, You just... You didn't have to look at the basket. You just had to put
3: the shot up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just had to get the shots up. But um, yeah, no. I mean, we've been training hard this week, and you know, obviously after the past few gate weekends that we've had a couple of losses. You know, we need to pull it together and get that momentum going into finals. And I think that, you know we're at the start of that.
0: I guess the one concern is Adelaide did get a bit of a run at you, but uh, you were able to settle back down and take out the win.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, You know, they're a great team, and obviously, you know, they didn't have anything to lose and came back at us. And, you know, we haven't had that much of a lead for a while, so it's something you've got to get used to and and play with. And, you know, hopefully we'll we'll practice against that next weekend against AIS and and come out and dominate.
0: Well, it's uh, two big games coming up to end your season.
3: Yeah, huge games. Um, Hopefully, you know, a few games go our way and we can get that top spot. All the best. Thank you.
0: Eva Apiaki, <laughs> you, uh, you had a, a big game tonight, the, the, as I said to Karen Dalton, the points weren't there, but the work you were doing off the ball, and the stuff that doesn't get statted was a, a big, a critical factor in tonight's game.
3: Yeah, I think um, the whole team did a really good job, and
4: um, we've been emphasising defence, so we really wanted to get the win tonight, so um, I think everyone did a great job.
0: Well, all the best for the AIS and Canberra to finish off the season.
4: Oh, thank you very much.
0: Yep. Well, Trish Fallon, uh, another impressive display by the Sydney Flames tonight. and You just you don't show a lot of emotion out there. You just get on with business, don't you?
5: Yeah, I guess so. That's what people tell me. That's the way I play and I, I don't change. it. I don't put on any different face and do what works for me. So um, I try not to get too emotional. It's very easy to do that and your, lose your calm on the court and get distracted. So it's nice to be one of the, the calm heads, as they call me on the court, I guess.
0: In the form you're in, you could keep going forever.
5: No, not really. <laughs> I won't be going forever. This will be it this season. So it'd be nice to finish on a win and win the championship and be a good end to my career. Well,
0: it's the third time you've told me that in three years. So. Yeah, look,
5: I, I knew I was going to try internationally, but this, yeah, I, this season was a, quite a surprise to myself that I've come back. So I've told them that this is it, and don't ask me to come back next year. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs>
0: Everyone up in the stands always enjoyed it. So yeah, no, it's a good game.
5: I think for spectators, exciting both ends, and even though it was a you know twenty point difference,
0: it's still exciting to watch. So AIS and Canberra to finish off
5: the season. Yep, AIS should be a you know a win without being too overconfident, and Canberra always tough. They haven't lost a game down there, but it'd be nice to go into the final, falling their um, oh God, I don't know Over eight 100. or nine wins, yeah, that they've had so far. So. Um, and we've certainly got the, the talent to do it, and we're playing well. The last, This game and last week we played really well, so
0: hopefully we can continue that through the finals. Well, all the best for that.
5: Thank you. Ciao.
0: Well, Kristenville to round out the regular season, you take on your two old clubs in AAS and Canberra. Yeah. Of course, AAS next weekend up here, and then Caps at home. And obviously, uh, after the the confidence all your team will take out of today's game, it's going to uh, set you up well.
4: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good two games um, to end the season with. Obviously, AIS is always a tough match, even though they haven't won a game. They, I think. They pushed us fairly hard this year, and um, so that's going to be a good game. And then, obviously, it's always going to be a tough match up against Canberra last round of the season. But we want that going into finals, so I um, couldn't ask for more coming to the end of the season.
0: And you've had a, a, a ever changing role in the Sydney Uni side, starting coming off the bench, and has, has that been enjoyable to mix it up that much? Yeah, I
4: mean that's kind of my role in this team is kind of you know to fit here and there, and and basically fill roles you know, fill roles and gaps in the team, and, and I love doing that. Whatever I can do for the team, effectively, then it's going to be enjoyable.
0: Well, we look forward to seeing you back down in Canberra for that uh, final season, and no doubt you'd like to uh, spoil their home home record, although Adelaide's probably got something to say about that next week as well.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'd like you to, if Adelaide got them next week, we get them the week after, and then uh, <laughs> we get a second chance to all. So. You know, it's gearing up for an interesting end of the season. We've got nothing to lose. We can't finish any worse than third, so we'll go on out of guns blazing.
0: Be good. All the best. All right, thank you. Well, Chris, it, uh, it was a frustrating night at times
2: when uh,
0: you knew that they had all the elements there to really take the Sydney side, but Sydney would just get a run at you out of each break.
2: Yeah, look, uh, you know, it's uh, the end of the weekend and we split the weekend, so, you know, we're, we're happy to split, but... You know, it's pretty tough backing up after the Townsville game, and that's not an excuse, but I think it's still a factor.
0: Kristen Rasmussen, any injury there? That
2: you... No, no, I just just felt that there's other people doing a better job, so I just ran with that, and, uh, you know, I think that some other people were performing, so I just ran with it.
0: All in all, you said split the weekend. The the performance at Patches showed that there was nothing to be ashamed of there.
2: Oh, no, look, I, I said to the girls just a while ago, I thought that could have blown out to 25 30, and. They didn't allow that to happen so that showed the character we've got in the group and uh, all we can do now is look forward to next week
0: you're back on the road to the the capitals so
2: yeah backing up after another game yeah we are it,
0: it's always uh it's always like sydney adelaide they are always fiery ferocious matches with no give and take you get that a bit with the capitals as well
2: Oh look, you know, to me, the, Sydney are the most talented team in the league without any question. I, I don't care what anybody says. They've got five people that have represented the country, and uh, the experience of Trish Fallon down the stretch is going to be huge for them.
0: But for yourself, next week against the Capitals, where...
2: oh look, we've got a game to play Friday night before we worry about the Capitals. You know, the AIS are playing well, and that's how we're going to treat it. We treat one game at a time, and all we're trying to do is get better and better. And you know, the, the upside of the weekend is, uh, I thought that at times last night we played some terrific basketball. Um, you know, we can take some positives out of tonight, and I'm looking forward to next weekend. All the best, thank you.
0: Well, Bill, that's what the coaches and players were thinking following tonight's match, and well, it has really once again said that Sydney are perhaps the team to beat going into this final. Perhaps Rachel Sporn is right. We just watched the forerunner to the grand final here today. Yeah, maybe
1: she is right, and, and maybe Chris is right as well that Sydney is the most talented team in the competition. I thought it was Adelaide before tonight, but with Rasmussen going out there and shooting over one and and doing very very little, and 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 even you know the backcourt, Aaron Phillips uh, only putting up twelve points, I was very surprised. So Sydney did look the better team tonight.
0: They did indeed. But as we head into the final two rounds of the Defence Jobs WNBL. Sydney play AIS here next week after they've played Adelaide in Adelaide. So an interesting road trip, changing it around a bit from the normal uh, Adelaide-Perth round, round trip. The Adelaide Lightning play AIS, then come to Canberra. And of course, then the following week, two worlds collide as Sydney and Canberra come together, ahead of Canberra going to Townsville to finish off the season.
1: Yeah, it's going to go right to the last week, isn't it? Uh, you know, the coach, the Adelaide coach there, Chris Lucas, uh, you know, very thinly veiling uh, his contempt of the WNBL schedule, but it's a big country they got to get around and uh, things can be even worse for, for clubs like Perth and stuff like that. So,
0: It is going to be an interesting closeout to what has been a, a very exciting first year of the defence job WNBL. Of course... Uh, When we heard the Defence Minister talk about it, it was a one-year deal. Has that been extended now?
1: Uh, Yeah, they're in preliminary talks at WNBL uh, and Basketball Australia with Defence Jobs. Uh, Defence Jobs is certainly very happy with the results that the girls got on the court. Uh, And, you know, fingers crossed, that partnership is going to be able to extend for not just uh, another year, but a few more years.
0: It has been a successful one, taking out a world championship in their first attempt and uh, what a great year we have seen on the floor. Of course, uh, a number of girls uh, taking the opportunity between Olympic years and, uh, and after the World Championship to have a look at uh, the rest of the world playing overseas and uh, congratulations to them to be able to get those opportunities because we know Jan Sterling will have them back in the country to be playing defence jobs, WNBL, as they uh, come towards Beijing and, of course, then on to defend their World Championship.
1: Yeah, it's great that these girls uh, have a world-class quality and and that they can go around the world and play in these places. Penny Taylor, a long-term player uh, in Italy for Famila and also uh, in the EuroLeague over there. Susie Bakovich playing in the EuroLeague as well. Christy Harrower, the the point guard for Valenciennes. Well, you'd
0: have to expect that that job of uh, becoming part of of, uh, of Bendigo will be uh, a pretty big lure to her, I am sure.
1: Yeah, I was talking to Wendy James, uh, one of the head administrators down there for Bendigo during the week, and, you know, Bernie uh, Harrower has been signed on as coach, and and he has spoken about how Christy has said before that she would love to end her career in Bendigo. Uh, I don't know, uh, with financial and career considerations, whether that will happen in Bendigo's inaugural year, but... It will happen in the end, and and it's going to be a great day when when there's two harrowers there in a a Bendigo club, which is in the the WNBL. The WNBL is certainly very, very excited about it. They love their basketball down there in Bendigo. And, of
0: course, news that Christchurch has uh, got a uh, proposal ready. I don't know if it's hit WNBL's desk yet, but they have got a proposal ready to bring a team into the Defence Jobs WNBL.
1: Yeah, I'm sure I'm releasing sensitive information, but uh, they... Uh, I think you've been doing that all night. They, <laughs> they do. <laughs> why stop now? <laughs> they do want to get in on the WNBL, and it's a credit to the WNBL that they uh, want to become involved in that. Uh, but there are a lot of considerations that have to be passed before uh, that becomes a reality. I know that Bendigo uh, tried for a number of years before. Uh, their licence was granted. So uh, it may not happen uh, overnight for a New Zealand team, but it may happen.
0: I have to wonder, the, the one, in my opinion, the one glaring gap in the, uh, in the map of WNBL, knowing that you're about to go to regional Victoria, you've got regional Queensland, or certainly the capital of far north Queensland, but we haven't seen south-east Queensland come back into the fold.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is a bit of a hole in the map, isn't it? But, you know, the, the NBL is, is making uh, an initiative into the Gold Coast uh, and they certainly think that the audience is viable there uh, for a men's team. So perhaps, uh, you know, feeding off of the success of an NBL team uh, and with the Brisbane Bullets up there as well, a very, very successful franchise that may be in the see a Queensland team in there uh, it, from
0: south. Is it possible or is it feasible a team like the AAS... Could start having some matches up in that region, knowing that they're a development team, so it wouldn't be like bringing a draw card club there, but it would be the foot in the uh, the foot in the water. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. Uh, I don't know how it would play out, and there's certainly a couple of ideas out there about how it can play out. But uh, doing these things in reality and, and putting these schedules together, as you say, is, is no easy task. So, but the AOS does get around, and they had a very good tour uh, mid-season,
0: uh, so maybe they're up for a bit of travel. Well, it is going to be an interesting conclusion. Two rounds left uh, once we get through Sunday's uh, round fixtures in round 15. But round 16 will be a cracker. It has been a a pleasure to uh, catch up with you tonight and to have you working with us here on sportradio.com.au, Bill. And uh, we look forward to uh, future successes. Uh, I'm sure there's a few announcements coming up about finals, playoffs and sponsorship packages for the finals that are all uh, soon to be found out and uh, we look forward to all that announce- all that soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Craig. I had An absolute ball. Uh, you're a champion. Hopefully, they come back again. Uh, on behalf of Bill Baxter, I'm Craig Revelle, wishing you a very good evening. Don't forget, we will be back next week when the Capitals take on the Adelaide Lightning.